What's going on, you guys? Gaming Addict here, man. Well, Lord Addict, that's what you guys know me as. Coming at you with another Addict show. We talk about the past, present, and future of gaming. Uh, Big Cloud's going to be mad late, like 30 minutes late. He'll be here momentarily. But, you know, right now, it's just being Dirt. Dirt currently is having a call. Uh, he, he's having a phone call with uh, the leader of the PlayStation uh, you know, fanboyism, you know, he, he he's apologizing for for how we gonna act today. He's apologizing for how we're gonna act today. But how you guys doing, man? How you guys doing? I see the chat. You know, we got got fifty people in here. Uh fifty six actually just updated. You know, I appreciate everyone for coming through here. I feel like the lighting on my uh, on my thing's a little off today. I don't know if it, if that's just me. Um I don't know why my Elgato light isn't registering it's kind of weird remind me later it's not on my steam deck or anything and there, there, there's dirt uh, i told i told the uh the the panel that she was on on a phone call with the leader of the playstation fanboys apologizing for our behavior today <laughs> yeah man i uh you know i had to give them a disclaimer say look guys you might not like some of the things that's being said on today's show. Just, you know, if you can, just disregard what we're saying. You know, just keep on doing what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, see, <laughs> see, I don't do that, though. You know, when I call the PlayStation people, I say deal with it. Like, because they tell it. me to deal with, with games, this and that. No, you're going to deal with what's happening next, man. Uh, so, like I said, I appreciate everyone <laughs> coming through here when we talk about the past, present, future of gaming. Uh, this is The Addict Show. Uh, you know, I got my co-host with me, Dirt Griggity. What's going on, Dirt? What you been playing? Yeah, you know, surprisingly, you know what I've been playing? I um, I actually booted up The Last of Us 2 because I, when I completed it in 2020, I kind of just beat it in one weekend, just kind of ran through it so I can do a review. But this time, I'm going to take my time with it. And, uh, you know, that's what I've been playing. I've also been trying to finish uh, Lost Judgment and Forza. Horizon 5 DLC, uh, the Hot Wheels DLC. So that's what those are three games I've been kind of playing right now. That's what's up, man. You know, uh, I've actually been playing um, this turn-based game. It's called, let me see what it's called. It's called Sympathy of War, of, mm. of the war. Uh, so it's pretty much like, it's kind of a weird game. It's hard to explain what this game is. It's like, I would say a good, accurate analogy for it. it's like final fantasy tactics and that Grusman game you know the the 16-bit out game it's kind of like both of those uh i can't remember exactly what that game's called it's like groom something but it, it's it, it came to game pass it was actually a popular gaming game pass but you know that, that, that's pretty much what i've been playing you know got the uh i broke my keyboard well i didn't break it this 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 10 ton um this 10 ton mic broke it so what happened I was on Attic. I was on the ILP. So people were complaining naturally like they always do about not hearing me. So I was moving the mic to get closer to me like this, like so. Right. And it came off the desk. Damn. And then <laughs> this bottom part here slammed straight into my keyboard. And it like, And then this part here, like the part that like I, I turned to like adjust, it hit my mouse. It, mm. it it double killed the man. Like if anything would have been nice to have the dude that did the uh the the 
you know, the announcement for Halo. And just the moment I did, all you hear is double kill. Like, it, it was it was that serious, man. But, you know, appreciate you ever coming through, man. Like I told you, we, we actually got a pretty good show for you guys. We got PlayStation and Call of Duty. Apparently, you know, uh, PlayStation's worried about what's going to happen with that Call of Duty post-acquisition mm. with Microsoft. Uh, I ain't going to lie to you. I'd be worried, too. I mean, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> then we got superhero games at Xbox. Just a little fun topic I came together on, you know, what studios we would see. Like, because I feel like everyone's making... A superhero game but xbox and i feel like it needs to be changed and then roundhouse new uh they actually got a new studio and it looks like it looks like uh redfall's development team is helping them with it uh so you know we, obviously we'll put a little bit of everything you know these are our general walking paths this is like the little wooden planks on a bridge that you walk through clearly most of the time we fall through one and we just talk about random shit for like 10 minutes but we're trying to get better. Kinda. Kinda. Uh, but, you know, so, you know, I, I, I really, first off, I want to address, I, I really appreciate, you know, the support the Attic Show's been getting here. Uh, you know, we've been anywhere from 25 to 5,000 views a week. Uh, it's getting pretty good. Like I said, I do plan on um, adjusting how the podcast looks eventually. And I will be getting to that, uh, you know. Uh, keep in mind, you know, Dirk Green got his own shows, man. Uh, go and follow him on those. Uh, his is some spicy stuff. You think we spicy on here? We PG <laughs> compared it to Dirk over there, man. Hey, hey, Addy, let me tell you. Last Monday's show, man, it, it was so spicy. The topic was so big that we actually broke a live viewer record. You know, like we don't get Iron Lord podcast numbers, but we hit 561 live viewers, most we've ever had. They wanted to hear us TTS, bro. That that's what they wanted to hear. <laughs> they wanted to hear us, and it was a fun show, man. Crazy, crazy numbers, you know, for us. Crazy numbers, bro. That's good. And you you know, you guys have a good show over there. You know what it is is, for the most part, people know it's just fun jokes and games. Yes, it's fun, and, man. You know, and, and you know, I don't want to go over this too much, but I have noticed that, you know, people get this weird, like this weird middle ground when it comes to content creators that are that are funny you know they they, they kind of like because you guys do kind of go on that console war stuff where you can go left or right pretty easy but it always yeah, stays on the middle ground and i respect it for mm -hmm. it because there's a lot of people out there dirt and i'm sure you've noticed them mm -hmm. that uh you know they anything that comes up in any negative way shape or form they always like but addict, we need to be positive. Like, I, yeah, I call bro. them. I call them. They are the um, the toxic positivity clan. Yeah. Uh, because <laughs> look, I will say that there's a lot of people out there, especially PlayStation fanboys, that love to hide, like to take a little issue and and amplify it by a thousand. Right. And but at least there's something that originated from that issue for them to amplify. Most of the time I see when these toxic positivity people, they take, they, they don't, they don't hold accountable for anything. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? It's like, oh, you know, this and that, that and this. I'm like, no, we're not talking about none of that. Like stuff needs to change and we're talking about it. And I feel like a lot of people, regardless if it's for sponsorships or, you know, relationships with certain people in the industry, they are willing to sideswipe their con the, the concepts and what they say to the left or right so they can maintain those relationships. 
I'm not going to tell you that I probably have been brought up multiple times. Uh, you know, uh, my outputs on stuff like call, uh, stuff like Halo. Here's the thing, though. I know I ain't never hosting anything. I know <laughs> I'm never going to get that big, big, like, big, big bag. So I'm going to talk my talk. And it's just like, you yeah. know, but one thing I want to, like, voice your concern with that is, like, most of these places don't care what you say as long as you say it in a semi-respective way. Because there's a difference between someone joking around about something and then someone personalizing someone and joking about them. And right. I feel like a lot of the time, you know, it's it's the latter. People like to – they can't talk about Xbox without personalizing someone like Phil Spencer or Aaron Greenberg and just being disrespectful for no reason. You could easily get <laughs> your point across and still mm – -hmm have a, a, a what's what i'm looking for you can easily get your point across and be respectful and still get that you know that that criticism that you want to give and people mm -hmm. feel like it's only one or the other sure there'll be right. some times where i'm like you know what i'm gonna let that go because clearly there i have this rule uh dirt i don't know how you feel about it uh people say well attic why don't you bring that up anymore i have this rule where if i bring something up a couple times I'm done with that conversation until there's been a realistically enough time to handle it, to actually mm -hmm. give some type of response to it. Like, for instance, people that talk about Xbox got no games for two years every podcast. You can't realistically have them fix that in a month, but you are talking about it every podcast that month. Exactly. And, and yeah. It's just like, you know, we all got to be better, man. You know, we because sometimes I, 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 you know, I see that that dangling low fruit when it comes to the console war stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> and, and yeah, I got to be better on that. But like one thing we yeah. got to do is we can't always turn stuff positive because there's not always a positive outlay. That's, but, that's not, that's not reality, bro. You know, we're all different. We all have different styles of podcasts. We all can't be the same. Dirk Griggity and Weebly Green. We can't be Iron Lord's podcast. Uh, we can't be RDX. We can't be, I can only be what I'm comfortable with. And we all got to be different, man. We all can't be the same. <laughs> so, well, I agree. And, and th you know, that's, yeah. That's why, you know, at least with the people that are on there saying the same stuff every week, at least with their toxic stuff, when they're like, Xbox got no games, let's, let's just take a, a drill hammer to that over and over again. You know what I'm saying? Right. At least there's some form of truth there that mm -hmm. is the reason they're doing that. If Xbox started launching Starfield and it was like a 9 out of 10 and Redfall is a 9 out of 10, these people would shut up eventually. You just have to, <laughs> you have to like, you have to force them to, to submission at that point. Uh, yeah. But I, I do feel like, you know, it's like I said, the, these other people, it's like, man, we can't act like there's rainbows all the time yeah there's not bro we like can't. that's equivalent yeah. to like seeing something like you know halo infinite and saying well they had to work in the pandemic it's okay to acknowledge the troubles that they had but you could still acknowledge the issues the game is currently having without mm -hmm. exclusively being one or the other and i think that's the biggest issue like there's a middle ground where you got the toxic positivity people over here that don't want to say anything outlayish, and then you got the hugely toxic people over here, and <laughs> right. no one wants to entertain the middle. And I think we you know everyone needs to be better at entertaining that middle. And this isn't even really on your podcast because I, I don't consider you a toxic podcast. 
Uh, no, nah, man, we just have fun. Yeah, I mean, like you, some you, people might, but we just have fun, man. No, we there's a fun. difference between toxic podcasts and, and, and you know, you you ride on the console war wave, but in a joking way. Like you, yeah. Rarely do I see you like really like uh, you know, actively attack anyone for anything. And <laughs> no, when you bro. do attack someone, it's like it's like huge fanboys that we have relationships with that they will yeah. actually watch it. And be like, yeah, I was I was I was I was bucking. I was bucking. <laughs> We got a, uh, yeah. a member chat from Bunty. It's been a Bunty, for my 13 boy. months. Enough respect to Dirt and IOP Addict. Two of my favorite podcasts. Hit them up where it hurts today. The truth. And then we got a $2 super chat from Edwin Garcia. Mystic Ryan is passively biased towards PlayStation. And that's fine. See, that's different because the people are actually working at these companies. Like, they mm. got to do that. Like, they, they got to, uh, you know, they can't really speak on negatives on their company because PR would it message them so fast, like nah, right. don't be talking like that. But but that's a, that's that's my little rant for the day. Uh, you know, uh, you got you got anything you want to address, uh, Dirt? I just I agree, man. Um, you know, like there's there's a middle ground. Sometimes people want to be either super negative or super positive. <laughs> you know, sometimes you know there's a middle ground. And like you was referring to earlier, um. There are so many different style of podcasts. I'm fully aware that everybody might not like my style, but there are people that that do like my style. So you can't please everybody. I told this story uh, uh, like on my show. When I used to coach middle school basketball, I coached for eight years. Even though I was in my 30s at the time, I realized you can't please everybody. There were games where we would blow a team out by 30 points and every team, like games where we would lose to a team by 30 points. No matter what happened, when we would win, there would be parents say, my child didn't play enough, Dirt. What are you doing? You're a terrible coach. If we would lose, oh, you're just a terrible coach. Why are we losing like this? And I notice you can't please everybody. There's some people you can never please. So going into this YouTube thing, I realized that early on, there's going to be some Xbox guys that don't like my console war content there's guys that told me dirt your channel is going to console i don't like it anymore it's okay thank man, man thanks for watching peace out then there's guys that love my content there's playstation guys that hate it those there's playstation guys that used to like it don't like it anymore so you're never going to please everybody so might as well go with what you're comfortable with and it's like to mention like you know i like the console war stuff i do feel like you know there are people that take it too far uh you absolutely know, yeah but for the most part, the people in my inner circles, it's just a joking thing. It's, you know, when I make fun of like a certain aspect of PlayStation, it's not because I hate PlayStation. I got that overweight thing up there. I, I still play it. I love playing it. It's just <laughs> got to give me something to play it on right now because, you know, Horizon wasn't hitting like that. But <laughs> it's just like, you know, Xbox comes around. Like, I remember I had a scenario where I was talking about Starfield and I said, mm -hmm. yo, I wanted to see more of on Starfield the, last year. And I will never forget how much nonsense that I got because I just wanted to see more on Starfield. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh, Addict, you know, they're going to show you next year. You know, and I'm like, look, Starfield was announced years ago by Bethesda. So regardless how you feel about it, just because I want to see more Starfield shouldn't mean that I shouldn't see more Starfield. And, and, and then people, I'm tired of, like, there's a lot of people that feel like there can't be both answers are right. Just because you feel like Starfield is, like, last year shouldn't have been there because, you know, they still need more information on it 
doesn't mean that I can't see more on that. For instance, when they were talking about the thousand planet stuff, I said, okay, maybe they're being into ambitions on this. And the people said, well, Attic, you don't know enough information. I said, why can't we both be right? You know what I'm saying? Why can't mm. I'm a little nervous because they're showing all this span and I'm worried about, is there actually going to be relevant content with this span? And you could be right because we don't have enough information and we need to see more to really acknowledge if it's going to be good or bad for the game. And I feel like too many people are like, if I don't agree with you, you're wrong. I'm right. And vice versa. Mm. Uh, and people say, where's BitCloud? BitCloud will be here. You know, BitCloud's late like normal. This is like the second week in a row. He he he's took his sweet time coming on the show. But you know we got you. The Xbox people are always on time. You know I'm just, I'm just pointing that out. All right, so let's go ahead and get on uh, with uh, this Roundhouse new title, man. So there's not a lot of information on this. Uh, so I didn't want to take it that way on what we speculate this game would be. You know what I want to hear from you, Dirt? What do you mm -hmm. want them to be working on? What kind of genre? What type of uh, you know? At, what kind of uh, you know viewership? What type of game do you want them making for Xbox? Well, Roundhouse, what has they made? Like, what's their previous games? Do you I know think they're a brand new studio. A brand new studio? Oh, okay. Well, to be honest with you, um, the genre doesn't matter too much. I don't want a real-time strategy game. I'm not a fan. Me, personally, I'm not a fan of that genre. Um, I would like to see something third person because Xbox has a lot of first person games. I would like to see a third person action game. It doesn't have to be a, a, a real heavy narrative. Um, but I just want to see something like a, a banging new IP. I would love if they did a record, <laughs> a remake, a better version of record, record too, or something like that. Um, uh, because I actually like that game. I thought the, 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 the IP had tons of potential. So yeah, I, I would like to see something a little different. Not a first-person shooter, not a RTS. Uh, it's something, you know, it could be a platformer, in my opinion. It can be whatever, but those two genres, like Xbox has, and they don't need another first-person shooter IP, in my opinion. Um, so I would like to see something a little different, something new. I actually would like to see a platformer. I don't know why. I'd like a to see. I would be fine with a platformer, bro. I would be absolutely I fine with I actually feel like Returnal, for all the snap that people would say on Returnal, mm -hmm. I feel like ReCore would have been a very good game if it was redone, given a proper budget with proper absolutely. people Absolutely. People like to to attack the stuff that ReCore did wrong, but people don't like giving that game the stuff it did right. And yeah, I feel absolutely. like, look, ReCore might have had a like a kind of a generic fighting system, a color system that didn't make sense to a lot of point. Not a lot of options in terms of creatures. Wasn't a lot of bosses either. It's kind of like a Blaine Desert game with not a lot yeah. of content yeah. in it. But one thing it did do is it did have really good platforming parts. And I feel like that's Great. what the game should have been built around is platforming. Absolutely. Great platforming. I actually finished that game. I, I'm the only person I know that finished that game. I, I did. <laughs> oh, see... The yeah, second person right. I ever met that finished Rico, I enjoyed that game. I thought it had really just a ton of potential for a future Xbox IP. I know they still own the IP, but I don't know if they're going to do anything with it. But, yeah, I totally love Rico. I just feel like when it comes to Rico, uh, you know, they, they they needed to focus a little bit more on, on, on combat, make it a little bit more fluid. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. I like the tug-of-war thing they did in that game. They yeah, could, yeah, They could have did, yeah. like – a skill tree where maybe instead of like just yanking it, she uses her thing and makes it to like a, 
like a whip and smacks it around her and hits everything around you. Yeah. Like there was just so much they could have done if they would have had a good class system in that game. You know, maybe you could have switched out the animals for multiple different animals that didn't, mm-hmm. wasn't just those three. Uh, not to mention they put the, the, the unique person in there after the game was already dead at that point. Uh, yeah, so, it was know, like a year later, wasn't it? Yeah, it was about a year later. It was, yeah, yeah. I, I just felt like that game had potential. And another yeah. prime example of Microsoft not utilizing that potential. Uh, you know, I agree. I don't think they're going to do anything with that. That and Rise. Rise Center Rome. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. You yeah. know, that, that could have easily been their God of War. Oh, man. Two new IPs. Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. See, the thing with Recoil, if you really go back and look at it, it almost seemed like the game wasn't ready to release because that following year, like we mentioned, the Definitive Edition, it had, you see, on the the original Recoil in 2016, there was a robot on the cover of the game that just flat out wasn't in the game. Talk it about was the in the you- game, the... Like you ride on. Yeah. Yeah, the, the one you ride over the sand or whatever, the quicksand. It came in, in like that big expansion. They put that game that that robot in the game. Like a year later, the definitive edition, which was the finished game. So <laughs> it just seemed like at that time Xbox just needed content. So they just put games out. Even though this was just a double A game, they just put it out when it wasn't fully ready. You know, that was the times I'm like, that's how it was back then, unfortunately. So yeah, Recall was one of those games. I wish, I wish they would bring it back. Maybe Roundhouse. I wish Roundhouse would do a, a record, a reimagining of Recall or something. But that's just me. They need Recall needed, kind of like a Prince of Persia platforming style that you take mm. into account for all our animals, and you take into account for the you know the movement that she had. And I felt like mm-hmm. they didn't never really did that. It was always one or the other. The platforming was good, don't get me wrong. And you did do that some in the game, but I felt like it should have been a lot more. Yeah, Uh, I agree. What's funny is if you look at, um, you know, Recore's final dungeon in that game, that's some of the hardest platforming I've ever done in gaming. It was was ridiculous. Yeah. It was Uh, crazy. You know, and then when you look at Rise, Center Rome, it's just like you look at that game and you're just Mm. like, that game's a very beautiful game. Mm-hmm. And it had so much potential. So much potential that I actually felt like, you know, you, you give it a good you give it a good story. You really built up the lore of the game. You could have even won it from, you know, it was that Rise and a Roll thing, and you could have put gods in it. It could have literally been in its own God of War. Like, mm-hmm. And once again, Microsoft, that was at a time where they wasn't really valuing what other people made for them. They wanted uh, what they were making for themselves. They wanted uh, other people to make stuff. And Yeah. It's just and, like, they, and they bit them in the butt. It, it's disappointing. <laughs> That's one of the biggest issues they've had, you know, for a long time is they will contract second-party people to make a game, and then after that yep. contract is over, they're like, oh, yeah. okay. And I, I heard that Rise Center Rome 2 was actually in development. And then mm-hmm. they were fighting over who owned the, the IP. I heard that also that Microsoft or Xbox and Crytek, they, I heard that Xbox wanted to buy the IP and Crytek didn't want them to buy the IP. <laughs> so I don't know, maybe some friction happened there. Um, I'm not sure if they're on good terms now. Maybe they're, they are, but at one point, maybe they weren't on good terms. So, and you know, crazy. What, happen from the outcry of them not letting microsoft buy that ip nothing. nothing they have an ip they ain't done nothing with 
uh, you you know they don't make like merchandising tools or anything like yep, that because nope. there ain't no nope, merchandise nope. for that game really. Like it's just right. like you know, there's a couple IPs that Microsoft owns I would really like to have seen more of. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Rise is one of them. Record is one of them. I would have really liked to see a banjo. I, I think they could really do something with banjo. I would yeah. like to see some form of a party game with all of their IPs being mm-hmm. like icons where you can like play the game as banjo or or uh, you know Doom guy. Like they got so many stuff. They don't even have to do like a Super Smash Bros. Like a Mario Party type of game. Right. Uh, I feel like they would actually do really well in that area. But I don't know. Maybe. Maybe right now Microsoft's in, you know, we got to make sure we get these games that they were, that, you know, Bethesda was making at that time. And then we got to make sure that Bethesda, the games that come out after that are good too. Uh, Absolutely. Because clearly they had maybe a next game that was in mind. And I'm sitting here looking at like a scenario, uh, like, you know, like Multiverse is talking about in the, the chat. Someone brought up the Warner Bros. now has Multiverse. Exactly. Microsoft, that could have been them. That could have been their game. And, Easy you know, now. Mm-hmm. It just, I do feel like sometimes these multi-billion dollar corporations get lost touch. And if they don't see making money immediately, they don't green light it. And I'm not saying that people don't need to make money. Money makes the world go round. I'm saying sometimes you need to build a foundation of something before you get the real money later. Right. Uh, right. You, and I, and you know, it is what it is with that. Is there any games that you would like Microsoft to revive that they own? Oh, well, I just said one with Recore. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Well, they don't own the Rise IP, but I wish they did because I would love, <laughs> I would love that. Um, man, like you said, there's so much IP they own now. And just imagine after Activision Blizzard, goodness. Um, after Activision, after Activision Blizzard, <clears throat> I would like to true crime remake you know because i love that both of those games back in the day i'm not sure you know if they would do that because gta those style of games isn't as popular as it was doing a well you know you know what you do with uh true crime what's that you make that into a third person like action game that's kind of like on the same verses like uncharted and stuff where it's mm-hmm. a it, it doesn't have like a huge open world that you go through oh that's really yeah. linear but i feel like you know, imagine you in Japan fighting fighting through Japan or like, mm. you know, I'd like to see more games that that go off the villain side mm. of like, you know, you playing as a villain from a young age and you finally understanding why they are by the time they get the older age. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm down for that, man. But they have so much, so many IP, even if they you know, you know it's funny if you think about Pitfall. Activision owns Pitfall, right? Which was literally the first Tomb Raider or Uncharted game, you know? It was just like, eventually maybe they could do something with that IP. You know, you never know. A good old Pitfall game. <laughs> so, yeah, there's um tons of IP, man. Like I just said, Banjo would be cool. Um, Recore. Nah, man. I can't even think of it off the top of my head, bro. There's so many IP they own now. And that that's sad. That's why I'm okay with them buying like these giant companies because I'm hoping, you know, as long as they don't keep everyone on Call of Duty, and I think they are going to keep a lot more of these studios on Call of Duty than people think. I think uh, they are too. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Yeah. I think they're going to free maybe one or two of them up, mm-hmm. but I think the vast majority of them are still going to work on Call of Duty. I agree. Yeah, because I, I think a you. lot of these people want to work on Call of Duty, and I don't think people realize that Call of Duty is a very 
job security type of game. As long as you don't mess <laughs> up and do everything you're supposed to, mm-hmm. you're never going to realistically run out of work. Call of right. Duty is infinite, pretty much. Like it, I they never run out of stuff to do. Like because there's always a war that went on in the past that you could reimagine. There, there's always some future war that you could create. Like you literally could do anything with that brand, and I think that absolutely, yeah. you know, a lot of people feel you know secure with that type of gameplay. Uh, yeah, I actually, you know, uh, not to get off it a little bit, I know we're gonna talk about you know Activision uh, slightly in the final topic, but I would actually, what what do you want them to do with the pre-existing stuff that they own with Call of Duty? Not Call of Duty necessarily, because I don't think they're gonna do a whole lot with that. I think that's gonna stay around the same. But as far as their other stuff that Activision owns, what would you prefer them to do with any of that? I would like, <clears throat> well, at first off, let me say, I agree with you. I think they're going to keep a lot of those teams on Call of Duty, what they've been doing for a while. But I think the occasional team like Bob's, uh, Toys for Bob, I think that's a studio that might go off and do something, maybe another platform or maybe another Crash. Because I'm going to tell you, Crash 4, Crash Bandicoot 4 was an underrated gem of a game that game was awesome and not a lot of people cared unfortunately um so toys for bob i would love to see them do a like another platform i read they're about to do they're doing something i believe that studio specifically is doing something um but yeah you see cod is huge i would like for them to i don't know would you like for them to bring back guitar hero somehow no that could stay no. So far, that in the could past. say that. <laughs> well, well, I'm not gonna say okay, you know, if they bring what about it back, Tony Hawk or it is what it like is. That. If they bring it yeah. back, it is what it is. But I do feel like I don't want to see a Guitar Hero game. Like, me personally, right. if they brought it back and people actually really vibe with it, whatever. <laughs> what I would like <laughs> is them to make a spiral and crash game together, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it would be cool if, like, you know, they have a, a cohesive story between them both. I think it would be cool if you had uh, a Crash Bandicoot game and Banjo Kazooie somehow together, because mm. they they both got like the the, the companion with them. Yeah, it, 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 I think it would be interesting. Uh, but you know, right. obviously those are those are uh, really out of outstretch. I, I think if Microsoft was smart when they secured this PlayStation, uh, this this COD deal and uh secured this activision deal i don't know why i always always want to call called activision activision called when they secured the activision deal they would keep crash and rebrand it as like a huge part of like the icon for xbox like Mm. wherever that xbox brand is you want to put him in there somewhere Uh, because i don't think people especially younger audiences they don't realize the importance in the past of Crash Bandicoot. Right. Like, they that don't was know. A huge yeah. important game. Absolutely. And I think a Crash Bandicoot game, uh, you know, even even if it's something small, like, you know, they need that as a mascot. I think Crash mm-hmm. should be a fantastic mascot. Spyro was important back then, but not nearly as important as Crash. Crash was just Crash was way bigger. Crash was probably the grandfather of platforming that right. like kind of like jump started every just like i think halo is one of the the grandfathers for for first person shooters now is it the most important shooter maybe for console gaming it was because i do think mm-hmm. halo made console gaming a lot more a- adapt but i don't think 
it was that important in the grand scheme of things. I actually think Call of Duty was more important to first person shooters than Halo because mm-hmm. I think you know. What about Modern- Doom? You Doom. Oh. Doom. Here's the thing. Doom is good, but I think Call of Duty made it mainstream. And That's true. I, I think at the end of the day, it's not 99 anymore, addict. I'm not saying. Look, someone talking about my crash. Look, <laughs> I'm not saying that they need to do it. I'm saying that Crash Bandicoot is such a recognizable thing. With a lot of people, they might not know what that dude's name is, but there's a lot of casual people. You show them Crash Bandicoot. And they're going to recognize it. Maybe not the name, but they're going to recognize the actual right. person. 40-year-old kids, uh, Eric the Beard, you you, you serious. Why? Hey, so hey remember Crash? Crash was the one guy that ran up on Mario. Remember that commercial where Crash was uh, oh, at, at like Nintendo head <laughs> headquarters and he had the megaphone and was calling out Mario? Do you remember that commercial? I know you're a little yeah. bit younger than you, me, but... You know what would be crazy? Someone just brought up a good point. A Crash verse imagine if you felt like remember how donkey kong 64 had where you could switch between characters and every area had like a certain unique aspect that a platform that only a certain character do imagine if the next like five years toys for talk started building a crash verse with spiral in it banjo kazooie crash bandicoot conquer and they put all these people in this one universe and then in five years after they've made a few of these games because keep in mind these games don't cost that much to make and keep in mind at the end of all this you make an it you make a a donkey Kong 64 style game with all the minute i think it would be lit now sure <laughs> are these games going to sell well probably not but yeah. here's the thing microsoft can't come out openly over and over again say we like game pass because it gives us more opportunities to take risks but then don't do any risks. Right. It makes no sense. Uh, so that's pretty I much think. all we got for that one, man. Like I said, um, I think I think that they have a lot of opportunity. Uh, hopefully we'll see something from this studio uh, that's pretty relatively good. Um, mm-hmm. I'm very curious, man. Uh, so next topic, we got, uh, you know, superheroes are everywhere, man. They're literally everywhere. I'm sure you've seen them too. Uh, apparently another studio from EA's uh, uh Supposedly working on a Black Panther game. Mm-hmm. So I started thinking, Dart, am I bugging for thinking that everyone's getting superhero games but Microsoft? Like, <laughs> no, no, I don't think you're bugging. Um, I just think, me personally, I think that I think Phil Spencer is in a point where he <laughs> they want to own those huge properties because in the past they've got bitten in the butt by putting out a game and not able to do a sequel because they didn't own those properties. If they bought a WB or something, or, you know, I don't know if they can even get the license, the license to the superheroes, but this is just my opinion. Of course, I just think Phil wants to own these, these huge games. They're going to either be third party or they, or he wants to own them. Because if you don't own it, it can be a Sunset Overdrive. Even though Sunset Overdrive didn't kill it, it was out, it was released, and they left to go do something else, Spider-Man. They're like like right summer wrong. You no, know, we just talked about it. I, I just believe Phil wants to own the IP, own the property. I don't think he wants to, you know, yeah, okay, we'll do one one game. Yeah. Now 
people might not agree with it, but that's my opinion about it. I just think he just doesn't he just doesn't want to, you know, own it and then they leave and do something else, or the studio gets bought out. You know, there's so many instances mm-hmm. of like if you think about <laughs> Crackdown Three, they had that team that was doing the cloud tech and they got acquired by what the Epic? Epic yeah, or Epic. Facebook, somebody. Yeah. So then that pretty much they had to do it themselves and, and you saw how it turned out. They they got bit in the butt way too many times of, of working on the game or worked on the game and the sequel couldn't be done because the team that developed left. I just don't think you want to do that. To, you know, this is my opinion. Not saying it's right, but that's what I think. Yeah, I agree with you. I don't <laughs> think he, for the most part, I think he wants to work in-house for everything. Mm-hmm. I think at any point he wants to pick up the phone and if a head of a studio doesn't want the studio working on, he said, okay, then I can replace you. I still get what I want. It's just, you're mm-hmm. not doing it anymore. Um, you know, it used to be, if you talk to a studio like that and you had no leverage over them, uh, they would just go do what they want. And I'm not saying that, you know, he's, he's, he's idling for like power or anything like that. Like he's power hungry. I think Phil's tired of losing IPs and losing these potential, you know, huge IPs that they could have nurtured because mm. the studio don't want to do them. Uh, so now it's like, you know, people say, well, stop making your studio work on one game. I don't think Phil's really focusing on anything like that. Look, look, I don't mind a, a studio working on one or two games and that's all. Because mm. Microsoft owns so many now, because remote access and remote pl- uh, games, uh, you know, remote work has become so accessible that if you could just pick up the phone, call your, your you know, your HR and say, yo, after this game, I'm a little burnout on Halo. Can, can I mm-hmm. transfer and work on maybe Fable and finish and help them finish that? And if there's a position opening, they can make mm-hmm. that happen. Like, <clears throat> I think Microsoft is like one of the only studios that offer you this kind of variety in game right. play. Mm-hmm. Like a developer, as long as there's access to remote work, you can literally work on any genre almost in the industry. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, because you're working remotely. Like, you don't have to relocate to another city, another state. No, you're working at the comfort of your own home. You're absolutely right about that, man. Yeah, and I also think that, that being said, I do agree that even though he doesn't want to do it, I still think he needs to. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you got micro, you got Sony potentially making their own marvel universe in their friend in their games because you know we don't know if spider-man and wolverine are going to be connected in the in, in the gaming universe but i can almost guarantee you they are like i can almost guarantee you they are and then what you know i don't know anything about comic books but you know whatever group that those two belong to because i don't know enough about you know their universes to know they could eventually spawn like their own avengers moment in the future where they, they get a couple characters together and then they make them together and they they form a group game. And, and it's just like, that game's going to so well. Yeah, that game yeah. is going to move consoles. And to me, it's like the Fallout 4, 5, uh, five moment. People disagree with me on that. I'm not saying that Fallout needs, they need Fallout 5. I'm saying that that is such a big movement, such a big game. Don't wait. Till after Sky uh, Elder Scrolls Six to decide that you want a Fallout fight because by then might be too late, mm-hmm. and it's just like look, like you know, we got to do better with vocalizing. You know, I, I get tired when I say something like that. And people say, 
oh, who are you to demand us to or demand people to make games? I'm not demanding anything. I'm just pointing something out. Uh, there's a lot of people that like fantasy stuff. That's where Elder Scrolls comes in. And there's <laughs> a lot of people that are like modern day stuff that could happen. Look, Fallout got mutants and stuff in it. Chances are that's not hugely realistic. But we don't know <laughs> what a nuclear war going to bring either. So, like, look, like, I do think... Like I said, I, I will die on this hill. I'm Attic is on this hill, and he, he got a bazooka. Come come mess with me, because I, this hill is lit. You know, I got traps on this hill. You what's what what's uh, think about a movie where people are going up something and there's nothing but traps and the whole point to get to the top. A lie. That's my hill. My hill's trapped. All right, so I'm willing to stay on this hill as long as it takes for you to get me off of it. They need to make Fallout Five. At the same time that they make Elder Scrolls 6. I don't care if Bethesda doesn't make it. You know, if you want to make it a co-op... I firstly think, well, I've said it on the show. It needs to be a co-op experience. Two studios need to be working on that game. My preferred world would be Bethesda and Obsidian. You could mm-hmm. do the same thing with this, this these type of games. Just because you don't need a superhero game. And at the end of the day, the grand scheme of things, they probably don't need one. Doesn't mean they shouldn't give you one. Right. Yeah, I mean, if you look at what Sony is doing, <clears throat> yeah, well, if that's the case, maybe they should do one. But at the same time, I just think Phil wants to own it, man. I don't think he want to license stuff out. You know, when it comes to Game Pass, he wants to make sure Game Pass is their IP, is their game, and they can keep it in Game Pass as long as they want. They don't have to, you know, worry about it leaving Game Pass or the contract ended. The game has to go. No, no, no. I just think Phil wants to focus on Xbox IP because, like you mentioned earlier, man, those deals that Don Matrick made in the Xbox 360 generation, they came back to kick Xbox in the butt. They don't want to do that. They've learned from that. They had great games. You know, Bioshock was exclusive for a year. Uh, like the first Mass Effect was actually exclusive. But what happened? They didn't buy. <laughs> I'm what sorry. So it's the edit has the high ground when I was talking about my 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 mountain analogy. <laughs> People are ridiculous. It's funny. Um, like I said, the first Mass Effect was a exclusive, but what happened? They didn't own them. Bioware got picked up by EA, so it, every Mass Effect after that was a multiplat. So they learned over the years. You can't, you know. This, do all of these second party deals and eventually what happened was the Xbox One generation, even though the first three years was quality as far as software when Insomniac left to do something, they didn't make a deal with Crytek. All of those games, they you know, had the time exclusivity of Tomb Raider. None of those games were sequels. Their next game was never on the Xbox exclusively because these deals they made in the past came back to bite them in the butt and Phil Spencer mentioned this, that he doesn't you know he wanted to make sure things are done in house. Like you said, whether we like that or not, it is what it is, bro. Yeah, we can't we can't make stuff happen. But it, w- what I will say is, like I said, I understand why Phil does what he does when it comes to this. Because, uh, but I do think that the problem wasn't the fact that they didn't own stuff. The problem was is they f- solely relied on them owning it. Uh, that's, now, that, that's got, true. That's got true. one or two games being made that's not in-house, then make it relevant. 
you know, yeah. uh, you know, make it games that matter. For instance, a superhero game. There's so many opportunities out there. You got this Blade game that uh, Blade movie that's coming out. Like I think it's the end mm-hmm. of next year. Like, yeah. start working on a Blade game. So that, like, and, yeah. and not to mention, you can make. We need a third person, you know, action adventure game. You can hit two birds with one stone. Mm-hmm. You know, have the coalition make a like uh make a a Punisher game gory like because that's what the kind of character he is it makes sense for them to make it you know mm. and that that's the only thing it's just like dude come like i get it people think that you know i just don't like the mindset that just because they don't want it in the how uh, the uh you know the overall aspect that like that's how it should be and it's just mm-hmm. like i i honestly feel dirt that it could happen everyone can get what they want you know and I think it could easily be that way. Everyone can get what they want. We get the same, uh, you know, aspect. I think that, you know, right now we're not saying much because there's not a lot going on. But, Dirt, tell me what happens when Sony does in, like, maybe five to ten years. That's that's a long time. But, you know, in gaming-wise, that's not, you know. Imagine mm-hmm. in five to ten years, you start seeing this world that micros that sony's been trying to build this cinematics world where you know you got the uh you got uh wolverine in it then you're gonna have spider-man it's rumored that they have another game that they're working on imagine a scenario where all of these games come in share a universe and then they start hitting their their avengers in the movies moments it's just like if we thought spider-man was was a struggle and Wolverine's going to be a struggle. Imagine when you start seeing their Avengers pop up. Like, <laughs> that, but at that time, if you don't make stuff now, and that that's like, theori- that's theor- uh, theorizing that they're doing this. I think it's a pretty good, safe bet to say that. It's pretty obvious. They, they yeah. plant seeds. Uh, so, if you don't make steps now to at least have those type of games, not necessarily, maybe you can't get your own Marvel Universe because... Sony probably have some kind of back deal with Marvel saying, look, we only making yo games. And if uh, like, if it's over on our platform, it's exclusive. Cause if you noticed ever since that happened, you don't really see anything exclusive to anywhere else besides before they started making those Spider-Man deals and those Wolverine deals. Like, it's like, it's like, I bet you 20 bucks, you know, I'm never going to be able to prove it cause they never come out. I bet you they have, first refusal clauses that says oh gotham knights that don't look that that don't look like our style they can do that oh we don't need that like because it's just like to me you don't see marvel anymore you don't even see the generic stuff you know what i'm saying you don't see the 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 three or four bad spider-mans anymore like it's just like oh hold on now we just had two marvel games dropping in the last two years and they were but bad. They were duds. <laughs> the, the, they were they were solid games. No, but no, no, no. Hold on. The, no, they hold were on, solid hold on, games. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You think about the Avengers. I'm uh, I, I'm thinking about Guardians of the Galaxy. They were solid. Okay, games. okay. But okay, these yeah, games yeah, were in it. development for years. <laughs> I say no. These <laughs> games were in development for years, like years and years, probably three to five years. Easy. Yeah, of course. You know, golf, but they still, golf but, but they were still AAA property, game. They golf was, and Knights is a DC property, so you can't really count that. I'm, one. That's why I'm surprised Microsoft hasn't done anything with that. Gone into the DC yeah. route, 
And that, that, I think that's just my, my, my biggest thing. It's like, you know, if you can't be – look, I'm not saying – I've always been – Cog is huge on the hashtag just once. I'm not really there. I'm like, yo, you technically get that with Hellblade. You get that with uh, Gears of War. Uh, Compulsion's making one. They have, like, yep. just three. <laughs> but, you know, Cog, you know, he feels like the PlayStation audience. They, they want brand-new experiences. I ain't mm -hmm. about that. I'm like, look, they played five Uncharted's, like f uh, like two uh, Last of Us's. Like, clearly they don't care to play the same experience over and over again. <clears throat> so th th that's that's just my thing. And it's just like if you don't start the, the, the planning processes now and you make – maybe you go up to D.C. and like, yo, we're going to buy WB. And we're going to buy WB or at least Rocksteady – what kind of deal can we make to make our own cinematic universe? Because we're going to do in games, which you guys have a hard time doing in in the movies. We're going to make good, long-term ideals for comic books when it comes to the DVC, DC uh, platform. And, and it's just like, that's, what I've, that's where I'm at. It's like, they need to start making arrangements now because once those Avenger-type games start coming out in five yeah, to ten years, at that mm -hmm. point... It's 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 an it's a rat. There's nothing you can do. Yeah, like, I'm surprised you won't have a Batman uh, game, even rumored like an actual true true Batman game after the success of the Batman. <laughs> yeah, you know. So uh, I don't consider Gotham Knights a Batman game. I consider that something else. No. Uh, that it's was, it. That, that ain't it. I ain't claiming that. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I'm I'm really curious how these superhero these future superhero games are going to be because as the Avengers. Which wasn't a bad game. I just think it being games at the service totally just ruined that game for me. That and yeah, they just yeah. I think it was a decent substance. game. It, it had decent graphics, a decent gameplay. It was just uh, eh. it wasn't was some it. things about it and like, but like <clears throat> with the Avengers and Gardens of the Galaxy, those games, AAA games, excuse <clears throat> me, was a dud. We're hearing how people's not really feeling Gotham Knights. We're hearing Suicide Squad. We don't know anything about Suicide Squad. So I'm kind of like, being a superhero game isn't a guaranteed hit. I think when it comes to Insomniac and yeah. Spider-Man, they're in the league of their own right now. Now I don't... Part of me agrees with you, but the other part of me is like, I feel like Rocksteady makes a, a Flash game or makes a Superman game. Uh, as Superman will probably be a little bit harder because because uh, Superman can fly. I feel like they're gonna hit that, you know, because because they got that formula down. And in a lot of ways, Spider Man copied some of Batman's formula. And so it's just like to me, it's like, look, you can't get number one, which I'm here to tell you, uh, Microsoft tried to buy Insomniac, uh, but that wasn't going through, and that's probably what led to to Sony buying uh, Insomniac because they were like, oh. Man, we, we, we should get them before Microsoft does. Because people don't realize, like, look, just because you make initial uh, in statements doesn't mean that they won't re read down and double down in, like, six months to a year trying to get them again. Like, okay, I sent you a letter of intent. I want to buy you for $200 million. They say no. People act like Microsoft can't send it with double the money in six <laughs> months can't from now. Double it, yeah. So, so yeah. that that's why Sony's, like, Let's just buy them now because <laughs> we might not have the opportunity in six months from now. Uh, so it's just like, wh what do you think, BitCloud? Because we've got a lot from me and Dirt. Like, as far as 
Xbox and superhero. Do you think that's something that they need, or you think it's what is it a necessity to you, or is it an obligation that you feel like they owe to their fans? I've said this multiple times. They need a superhero. The more you let Sony just literally become the genre by itself as the only box where you can get these crazy AAA um, characters, like superhero characters on their system, you put yourself in a bubble at this point. Rocksteady's not making, you know, Batman anymore. They're done. They moved on. They're doing Suicide Squad. You would think at a time like this, Microsoft would have done something and was like, hey, guys, listen, we want Batman. We need to get Batman to compete against Spider-Man. We need to get uh, Superman to compete against this. You know what I mean? Hell, without Microsoft, I would have done this right when the Justice League was being uh, brought back for the Snyderverse. I would have had something being worked on. But no, we we don't have that. And the thing about Sony, even with uh, Spider-Man, we you know, this is why I think the Avengers is happening because they threw in every snippet that they possibly could that, yes, there are more characters in their arsenal that they can definitely bring to the real world. We saw the Wakandan Embassy. We saw Avengers Tower. We saw um, Matt Murdock's business card, aka uh, Daredevil. We, we saw all this stuff in the game. They, they have so many characters they can choose from that I'm not surprised by whatsoever. Wolverine's going to be the next tier and pushing that forward. And when we get, and once Wolverine's done and we get to the X-Men, who's to say we don't see um, a Black Panther, a true Black Panther game, depending on what Monolith uh, does, right? Who says we won't get a Black Panther or a Daredevil? Possibilities are there. I hear you. We have uh, $2 from Tech Money. Sony and Marvel are at odds. That's why you see EA. That is another, like, little little thing about, like, EA still... They, EA gotta got it easy. Like, they get to make Star Wars games. They get to make Marvel games. Like, it's like EA. I, I'm wondering if when, like, there was more to that contract where they had something to leverage against Disney to where they can still retain at least the rights to make those type of games. Because it's kind of crazy they can make both. Yeah. It is kind of crazy. They can make Star Wars and Marvel games. Considering... Who who made Marvel Avengers? That was Crystal Square Dynamics. Enix. That was Square Enix. Considering yeah. how bad that game did, that you know they it, it's just it's kind of crazy when you when you look at them like Battlefront did bad. Uh, you know I, I don't know maybe Battlefront two saved itself at the end, but it's like Battlefront two came out really bad. Then you got mm-hmm. something like Marvel Avengers. Uh, you know you got occasional gems like guardians of the galaxy but for the most part marvel games haven't been the greatest at all like you know you got a handful it comes down of, to the style man that's what it comes down to I, I feel you on that and that's why i feel like you know people sit there and they say stuff like addicts i wanted them to buy i'm be real with you to this day i don't want them to buy activision uh you know i feel like activision is it's a money play it's not a build your brand yeah. play. This is uh, just it, to push Game Pass. Yeah, this is it, gonna, yeah. Well, it's not even just that. Like, it can push Game Pass. I'm not oh, saying that. it will that. push Game Pass. I'm <laughs> saying that. Explain that. <laughs> building their weaknesses, it does zero yeah. to none. I know, yeah. Uh, I feel like a WB or a Sega made more sense to build weaknesses. Uh, you know, especially WB. Like, I might be 100% Neat. to buy something like uh, like Sega because I feel like they're really lacking in the eastern part of the uh, the world but wb you get 
you get another realm to, to make uh, Killer Instinct. Uh, you, most likely, you'll be able to retain that uh, Marvel, uh, uh, the Com- Mortal Kombat license and, and brand. So you can you can lease that out to make movies, good movies. Don't give them to whoever made that last movie. Yeah. And then well, that was that was HBO, Warner Brothers, wasn't it? Yeah. You yeah. Know, the, like, like, I heard that's getting. <laughs> They're a doing sequel. a sequel. Yeah, yeah, doing a sequel. Yeah. A sequel. Let me We're, let me ask you this though. Okay, Do okay. I think because uh, I brought this up for before with Sony uh, with you guys, and I said you know Sony relied on Call of Duty as a crutch for their multiplayer solution. Do you guys think Microsoft's going into that direction now because this is going to be like their main poster boy for Game Pass? Do you think that's going to be yes. looked at as a crutch? You think so? Okay, so explain the, this the question again. Do you think Microsoft's using is going to use them as a crutch? Yeah, um, I, Call of Duty as a crutch. Too. I don't think they're going to use them as a crutch. I think they're going to use like a crutch is something that you to me a crutch is something that is a weakness, but you refuse to acknowledge because you have something to to cover it. Like if anything, mm. I felt like maybe they used Halo for years as a crutch because they didn't feel like they needed to double down on the multiplayer aspect because in terms of multiplayer factions they had gears which is the third person they had first person which was halo maybe them were crutches so they didn't try anything more in those veins but as far as call of duty i think they know that they know that call of duty is going to be on multiple platforms so i don't think they really have an issue with like that issue with with with, you know uh the brand because it's still going to be everywhere and they're still going to make money but i think Mm -hmm. their plan on using call of duty as the end-all be-all Instead of seeing a Call of Duty, uh, instead of seeing a Call of Duty where it says like you know, at the end, of, Game Pass and Call of Duty are going to be side by side everywhere you go. Absolutely. And, and I think that's they might have, look, they got a lot of stuff when they bought Activision, and I I will say that Activision yeah. didn't a hundred percent didn't help their brand, but it, there's very little things it did. Like buying King was able to help them bridge a little bit more into the, uh, the, into the mobile market. Uh, they also had, uh, you know, some of the most competitive, uh, what's a, uh, games as a service stuff that you that money can buy. Overwatch, mm-hmm. uh, they Warzone. Got platformers, they got plat- some platformers, yeah. so it did Branch, help yep. them. But as far as the big weaknesses, that's what I'm talking about. So it, look, Activision is a good fit for Microsoft because there is not one shooter that's more recognizable than Call of Duty. And, and, you know, you, you could argue like Valorant these days because I know that's getting really, really big. But it's just like regardless eh. how much money Valorant makes and how much, you know, Valorant is the definition of a hardcore game. And I think that people need to realize that when it comes to Call of Duty, anybody can pick up them sticks. Anybody. And I think right, that's that's, yeah. that's their goal. Their goal is you go into a GameStop. And keep in mind, they invested in a GameStop last year. So yeah, they know, did. Yeah, so you, you could tell me all you want that there's not some like little behind the curtain language that's been going on at GameStop. There, yeah. cl- there got to be something. Uh, and yeah, they upgraded all their stuff. So I wouldn't be surprised if you start walking in to to GameStop stores and you start seeing PlayStation uh, in the back, Xbox in the front. You start. Oh, seeing- well, that's was. That's what's happening now, yeah. You start seeing Xbox is in the front now. Yeah. You start seeing like, uh, you know, the people at work at GameStop, Game the employees Pass, uh, start pushing yeah. Game Pass and pushing, mm-hmm. uh, pushing. Oh, you know, what, what do you think? I should, you know what? Are you a person of value? 
Did, uh, how many kids do you have? Oh, we got a good service for you. We got this Xbox Series S back here in the back. You know, d does your son like Call of Duty? Oh, he does? Well, all you mm. have to do is buy this two ninety nine console, and you can leave <laughs> right it. here with every Call of Duty that's ever been made. Does your son like Call of Duty? He's about to get a shit ton of it. So, yeah. yeah. Like, I can see him especially when they get to the midnight releases. A lot of people, instead of walking out with Collector's Edition, they can walk out with a console in the game. Yeah. Listen, man, <laughs> Game Pass is probably 75% of the reason they bought Activision Blizzard. In my opinion, the other, the remaining 25% is, you know, Phil mentioned this before, he didn't want <clears throat> one of these huge companies like Apple or Amazon coming to the gaming industry. Um if they would have came in and bought Activism Blizzard, because we heard that Activism Blizzard actually reached out to Facebook. Facebook turned them down. They reached out to Microsoft, and we're here now. Uh, so Phil said that he don't want these other companies to come into the gaming industry and disrupt things too much. Um, we know Sony knows how to how to do gaming. We know Nintendo know how to do gaming, and here we have Xbox. So they're at the point, they just want to make sure the big three um, holds on to the studios because who would know if, if Apple would have came into the game industry, bought Activision Blizzard, what would have happened then? Who knows, man? Um, so I just think that Game Pass is the number one reason. Like you guys just said, Addict, you just explained the, you, like painting a perfect picture of a child in Christmas of 2023. Yes. Do you love Call of Duty? Every single Call of Duty ever created is in Xbox Game Pass for. Low monthly price of $10 a month or whatever, you know. So, yeah, I do believe that's their main goal because they're they're trying to continue to grow the service. It's, it's doing well now, and they want to make sure it continues to do well. And, you, um, and, and adding Call of Duty, that's huge, man. You know it's really huge. You know what's crazy about it, too? Game Pass, once that's aired out and, you know, you get a lot more of these games coming out, it's an easy sell at GameStop. Walk yeah. up to someone, what kind of game you like? The moment they tell you, you can pick a game that Microsoft is making yeah. and run with it. Oh, you like racers? Oh, you, you, we got the, uh, you know, Microsoft got this Halo 4 is a Halo Horizon game. Oh, you, you like sports games? Well, you know, Microsoft makes deals with EA to get EA Play in there. Like, oh, you, you, you like comic <laughs> book games? Well, we're going to have to go over here to this PlayStation wall, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> It's just, you know, it, it, that's the biggest thing when it comes to that, man. It's just like, look, I I want what's best for the brand. And I feel like back to, the, like, the original talk with the superhero stuff. Like, if you don't start working on stuff soon, by the time it's relevant, it's not going to be relevant. It's not going to be as impactful. Yeah. No. And it's just like, imagine if they would have, okay, when, when Spider-Man came out in, what, 2018? 2018, yeah. They, they went, like, okay, they got that. We're probably not going to mess with Marvel because of that. You know what we're going to do? Though? We're going to go over here, and we're going to talk to this person about making a Spawn game. And, you know, they get a good developer on it. Then this year at E3, Spawn coming out next year. See, mm -hmm. See that made more say sense. I get behind that, especially after seeing that Mortal Kombat. Remember that? I know you remember the Mortal Kombat reveal trailer for Spawn? Mm -hmm. Yeah. With Mal Boge in the background? Come on, when y'all saw that, y'all know damn well you wanted to see that in full fledged game form. Hey, can I say something though? <laughs> I don't, see, in my opinion, Spawn, listen, man. Oh, 
he's got something to say. Spawn wouldn't move Uh-oh. the needle, man. We're listen. We're <laughs> Spawn was more relevant Punisher. in the '90s. Punisher. Punisher is more recent. They had a Netflix show more recently. Exactly. Spawn wouldn't move the needle, in my opinion. Yeah. Spider Man. Any of the big Marvel uh, uh, games, IPs. Well, not even that because even that Avenger game was a dud. Spider Man, Batman, Superman. I think there's only a handful of superheroes that will move the needle. Guardians of the Galaxy, great game. That game was fantastic. Nobody cared. Yeah. I mean, Nobody cared. Yeah. Yep. You, you got a point. Spawn yeah. would not move the needle. Uh, Maybe young. to us, yes. But to a 23 year old, who the hell is Spawn? I feel like if the game was good That's enough, it. it would move the needle. I'm gonna say, you no, got the blood, you got the gore, you got the crazy set pieces with the clown. Uh, it, it definitely would move the needle. What, what, what about a, a Superman game? Superman, Look, I've been Superman asking that for yeah. Yeah, Superman, I've been wondering as well. I know a lot of people say it's not possible, but it's like it is possible. You just don't have him face humans, have him face demons invading the world, or have a, or, or have it a couple of years before. Or after, I'm sorry, uh, him getting his powers and it's like, you know, doomsday invading Girth or something. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, Superman would be huge. I mean, I feel you on that. Like, I do understand where you're coming from where, like, so what they got to spawn. If it doesn't, you know, engage interest and really hype up the fan base to play the game, then at that point, does it matter? And And you're not wrong. But my point is, I don't know if they can really go to Marvel like that. I don't know if they can. Like maybe that's one of the reasons that they haven't done it because they may have had conversations with Marvel and maybe I'd have just, here's the thing. People don't realize what that, what that Spider-Man movie license values Yo. at Marvel. Like when Marvel, Oh, Oh, you want Sony has you, leverage, bro. Yeah. You, you want to make a, a Marvel game? I don't know. Let me, let me, let me reach out to the, to the higher ups and the person at Disney that he's like, nah, well, they said that they they don't want Spider Man. They don't want nothing related to Spider Man. I don't care. <laughs> it's like last thing <laughs> I need to do is give a game to Microsoft for them to make exclusive, and then Sony hit me up at the next uh, the next meeting when whenever this next Spider Man license ends and they have to renew it again. And was like, we feel a little way that you let Microsoft make. It's <laughs> like you know what I'm saying. Like people don't realize. How much money that movie licensing is? It worth. means a lot, man. It means and, a lot. Like literally, Sony could probably walk in to uh, to Disney and say, after this licensing is up, let's say they did make a a Blade or a Black Panther game, and well, Sony they, could yeah. Sony yeah. could walk in there and say, we are going to take our Spider Man, go home unless you pull those licenses after that game is up. And what mm. what realistic? And that might be the reason that they're not really doing because what realistic thing can 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 Disney or Microsoft do at that point? The most realistic thing they can do is go to DC. You know, I I get what you're saying that. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying that Batman, I feel like in DC, maybe that Wonder Woman game, depending on how it does, Uh is the only games that can move the needle. There's not much in DC that pops. Almost everything doesn't pop. Like. Yeah, the, the, I mean, like you can't, Batman, you can't do a, a like beyond. a blue beetle game, and nobody would care about that. Bat, <laughs> Batman Beyond, you got Batman, you got Flash, you got Wonder Woman, you got what else? Aquaman's gotten a lot of uh, publicity, yeah. but it has to be Jason Momoa playing. 
<laughs> yeah, and the, the chicks that play, you know, they're, they're going to say, Adam. why isn't he putting his shirt on? <laughs> yeah. What? Hell. Hey, exactly. hey, see, you stole the words out of my mind right there. Red Hood. I, after playing Batman, what was it, Arkham Arkham Knight, the it's DLC not, Red someone Hood, said, I, I want that as a game. Someone I said, I don't think Sony can legally blackmail Marvel. It's not about blackmailing anything. It's about coming into a meeting and saying, look, we are a competitor to this entity and you want this brand, how much do you want it? I mean, clearly you saw, you saw they were, Disney was willing to let that go and walk out. And they did that strategic. People think they did that because they didn't want the Spider-Man brand. No, they did that to prove a point to Sony. And Sony called mm. their bluff. And what the hell happened two months later? They came yeah. right the hell back to, to the meeting. They said, okay, what's, what's a good other middle ground? Hey, so Let's Sony. keep it a buck. <laughs> Let's give it a buck. In terms of movies and dollar sales for a superhero, who prints more money than Spider-Man? Nothing. Very much nobody. <laughs> that is the ace card. That is the ace card. That's always been the ace card character. Yep. Um, see, but, Captain see, America but came close, but he's not. You know what? Iron could... Man's come close, but he's and, not. And, but and he's Spider-Man. He's not Spider-Man. The sad part, maybe Static Shock? Come static on. Shock? Shit, look, but here I'm not saying like here's the thing. Most likely I don't think they're gonna get anything Marvel related. Until they prove me wrong and have a Marvel related exclusive, that's that's my stance on the matter. Yep. Uh so they're gonna have to take the little the 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 little gems that's around them that are dirty as hell, don't they don't shine because no one knows who they are. So you're looking at stuff like spawn, you're looking at stuff like static shock, because I feel like these these heroes they're not big enough to be that Spider-Man, but they have a little bit of, of, of what's what I'm looking for? Notoriety to actually, okay, maybe we can make them work. Mm. Let me get this $5 super chat from King Metro Chan. I have nephews who are younger than 22 that love Spawn just because of Mortal Kombat 11 and wish he had a standalone game. I agree with you they, on that. Yeah, but, they play more Kombat. But we have established, and I think the numbers really point that out that the mortal like fighting in general is a niche market and just because you're willing to play a fighter you know you would have to be a really good spawn game and that's the thing like if microsoft ever does do a spawn game or any type of superhero game it's got to be good because if microsoft does a superhero game and it's bad they might as well just shut that whole superhero thing down it's never (laughs) happened hey but you said something about sony you see (laughs) adding you said the sony they're really using their leverage by owning the movie rights because think about this. When that Avenger game come out, they negotiated a deal to make Spider-Man exclusive DLC because I'm assuming Sony thought that game was going to be a monster. Mm-hmm. Most people thought that Avenger game was going to be huge. Sony anything did too. With, anything with Avengers in it was selling like was guaranteed to sell. That's what they saw. Yeah, that's what they saw. And did you hear about this Midnight? Is it Marvel's Midnight Sun? Mm-hmm. That Spider-Man is available on all platforms because they, I'm assuming Sony, that yeah, you know, we, you could put Spider-Man on the Xbox in that game. Who cares? Well, see, it's not that I don't think Sony can stop them from doing game iterations of Spider-Man, but mm-hmm. unless it's something that is going to hurt Sony's bottom line, I don't think they're going to actually do anything. Mm-hmm. Like when they thought the Marvel Avengers game was going to do well, they used that Spider-Man to leverage like, what can you do for PlayStation? Because like people mm-hmm. can act like, Look, stuff like that happens all the time in the corporate world. The thing is, is you don't hear about it. 
Mm-hmm. Like people are always in leveraging behind closed doors what they're gonna do if you act out of turn. Like, <laughs> but it's never made publicly because most of the time, those threats that's done behind closed doors is enough to keep both co- parties in check. That's true. Yeah. And people said, I thought Microsoft was rumored to have multiple Disney IPs. Yeah, probably maybe a Star Wars game. Maybe. Yeah, yeah that, that's probably maybe, more maybe, maybe Indiana, Star Wars. Indiana Jones is one of them. Yeah, but Indiana like Jones, we're talking so. about the biggest revenue that movies has seen in decades. Yep. And it's growing every year. And if you're on this train, my thing is if, my, if Microsoft can't get on this train, then Microsoft can't get on this train. Yep. But if Microsoft is refusing to pay the toll to get on the train, that is the issue then I have. Well, it's yeah, like, look, if you physically can't get on the train because you're Microsoft and you've been outlawed to walk on to get on the train, okay, there ain't nothing you could do. But if you can get on it but you don't want to spend the, the, the money it takes to get on the train, then I feel like right then you're not seeing the bigger picture. Yeah. Especially with uh, – <laughs> it's crazy because this is the first movie wasn't like a crazy – box office stealer right but dr strange multi multiverse of madness is another one that's getting into that billion you know sales range i mean it's it's only going to get more expansive of more bigger as we go guardians you have spawn um i suppose you have uh, blade coming out you have moon knight she hulk sony's already put like in the best position you think about it right now to do whatever the hell they want they really are. It, that's... It's only so many games they can make, though, man. It, no, it's taking no. three or four years to make a game. They can't make all of them. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, think about this. They actually can, but they can put it in one and make you a proper Avengers I see game. what you're saying. Yeah. See what I'm saying? I don't... Like you're going you're gonna to get all the, the key characters done first. For example, you got Spider-Man, right? You got Miles. You've seen the villains there. You got Venom, right? That's going to be introduced in part two. Mm-hmm. Now... If you go further, you got Wolverine. What's Wolverine going to bring? Hulk, more than likely. That's going to bring, obviously, the X-Men. Right? That's another set of characters. What do you do after this? You can either backtrack and scoop up some other characters, whether it be Black Panther. I don't think they would backtrack. Daredevil. I think they would probably start making X-Men games at that point because Spider-Man's been in the X-Men universe before, hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he in has. A, in the comic books, I believe. Yeah, yeah. So I think they could yeah. safely bring him into the act because i think it, it makes more sense from like money wise to not negotiate anymore because clearly you only got insomniac really making these games are you just gonna put like five thousand people working at Sonyac, make 10 15 different comic book games they talked about expanding them yeah expanding i can them. it yeah it, but, but right now they're games. already making two games yeah i see like that was see them doing that, that's so. kind of my point like there's only so many superhero games you can make simultaneously i mean i'm, I'm just saying no you you make Spider-Man, then you make Wolver uh Spider-Man 2. Uh, I don't know. Miles Morales and then you uh you make Wolverine and then that they have a rumor to be making another game after Spider-Man 2 comes out. Yeah. And then the next game would be an iteration a game with all those units together. Mhm. That probably be like 2020 2030 when something like that will happen. Yeah, and especially when you got the MCU uh writers from the MCU uh at at um Insomniac helping them with this as well. So and that that's the biggest thing. People say, well, this isn't a big deal. I bet you if you went back to DC and you were talking to them when Iron Man 1 came out and when, you know, they're trying to, 
all these little Marvel IPs that they did back in the 90s. And I bet you you asked them, you know, are you scared that Marvel's going to make a cinematic universe of some sort? They probably would have told you no. But when they made that first Avengers, they tried. They're like, oh, God, we got to make a we got to make a Justin League or something like. Yeah. 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 Right now you're seeing the beginning fruits of that type of universe for the gaming side. And right now, Microsoft has the opportunity to do something because here I don't think it's going to be like a huge, massive thing where you can't combat it. But I do think it's going to be extremely massive and it's going to be that universe is the by far the reason to own a PlayStation. And I, that's that's just my fear in the matter. Like, sooner or later, you have opportunities right now to, to act, but there will be a time where it will be too late. Because you got to build these things up. Even if they decided to do it when they, they start making these type of games, it's going to take another... You're going to have a DC moment with Microsoft where hopefully they wouldn't, but naturally, if you want that kind of results, you have to take that kind of results to make a game. My Sony started in 2018 with the original Spider-Man. Probably we won't see something like this till like 2030. That's like 12 years of preparation time. At that time, does Microsoft really have 12, you know, five, 10 plus years to get that same result? Probably not. So you see DC trying to rush out, you know, a DC universe when they ain't really been able to do it because they 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 want what micro what uh, what Marvel has fought for and grinded for decades to get and they want it now and i just don't i just don't know if if microsoft is going to be able to pivot correctly if it does happen so i guess i guess we'll get to the uh to the main event of the evening (laughs) (laughs) playstation and call of duty okay so this is pretty much what happened you know this is the cliff notes um, I don't know exactly. Maybe you two gentlemen could educate me 100% on the, the little you factors. You don't know your topic? Well, I, I know the topic. I just don't know all the little details. You don't okay? know all the details about you your know, topic? But I expect you to show me the details. Now we have to show you how well, to do it. Yes, BitCloud. You was 30 minutes late. <laughs> I was expecting you to take that 30 minutes that you was late and educate yourself to educate me. Well, pretty much what happened is, you know, uh, there's a, an organization that goes around when uh, companies are being bought, merged, and they decide whether or not it's going to affect companies from, you know, competing. Uh, well, this company's doing the process that apparently is, is normal where they ask competitors, uh, you know, what would this purchase or merger, it's not a merger, but what would this purchase affect this industry? Because a lot of these people probably don't know the gaming industry like that, which is kind of crazy. You would go to Microsoft's biggest competitor and ask for their input. Obviously, most likely they're not going they're not going to be real with it, man. Like that that I don't know. What do you guys feel on that one particularly? Do you think that if someone went up to ask Sony if they think cuz clearly Sony's best interest is to get this deal cut. So, <laughs> me, why would you ask the people that gain the most out of it being cut? I don't get that. What do you guys think about that first? Mm-mm. Well, um, <laughs> they want the deal cut because they don't want Xbox to own Call of Duty. <clears throat> Clearly, Call of Duty is a very valuable IP to PlayStation, even though it's third party. Um, it makes PlayStation hundreds of millions of dollars 
yearly. They said that does yearly. Too, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's very valuable. And even though Xbox has already said that the game will remain multi-platform, um, it seems like they feel that, uh, you know, Xbox Game Pass is a threat. They said a game being full price. I'm just par- I'm paraphrasing here. Um, a game being full price, when you compare it to a service, yes, that will hurt those game sales. Um, so they're just being honest. Look, man, we're concerned. Like, you know, we talk trash. We say, yeah, yeah they scared. They scared. The real word is concern to me. The real, they're concerned. Um, there's so many things um, that can potentially happen. And Call of Duty, they depend on it, man. They depend on it. They make lots of lots of money from Call of Duty. Uh, mm-hmm. And they said even if they tried to build their own Call of Duty, then they broke down there's 1,200 developers each year on Call of Duty with another 1,500 with uh, publishing and, uh, and whatever else. It's too big of a, a project for their studios to do. They said this is this is not my words. I am paraphrasing, but it's not my words. It's Sony words. And um, they say, yo, man, <laughs> we just we just don't want to, you know, we just really don't want to deal with this. We want things to remain how they are. And I mean, that's that's how I that's what I got from I mean, What about you guys? I mean, when they flat out said that this game can determine uh, who who by what console. Yeah. I pretty much told you flat out the significant of how big the deal is. And a lot of people are like, oh, I don't care about Call of Duty. I don't care about Call of Duty. But guess what? You forgot about one major thing about Call of Duty. Call of Duty is populated by what? Kids. Yep. These kids. The casuals. Yep. The main ones buying these damn DLCs. They're the main ones on the zombies. They're doing all that stuff. So Sony knows this. Now, the reason why I said it counts more than just money for Sony, uh, they're if you look at their online um, like engagement numbers, most of that is through Call of Duty. Mm. That that takes up a good chunk of it. Like when you look at just games online in general play, people play mostly COD on, on the console as it yeah. is. That's what casuals flock to. They'll go to that for Call of Duty. They'll go to the FIFAs or whatever, but right. that's about it. You'll have those few PlayStation games that'll break out. You'll have those ones that are guaranteed like Spider-Man. And then that's pretty much it. It's just like a rinse and repeat. It's the same thing. So the fact that they're like, yeah, I want things to remain the same. It's completely understandable. You don't want, <laughs> you don't want yeah. to deal with this because the last <laughs> thing Sony wants to ever see at an E3 or, or whatever show is Microsoft saying, by the way, play Call of Duty only on Xbox Cox. Yeah. Like they, they don't want yeah, to see it. Yeah. They don't want to see that. They don't want to see, um, you know, you pay 70 for us, right? For our end. You get less to feature. That's basically what's going to happen. That's basically how it's going to work. If mm-hmm. we're talking about, uh, if, if we talk about them keeping it on all platforms, they're gonna they're gonna play this like chess at this point, where Sony is gonna be like, hey, yeah, uh, seventy dollars for the game according to Activision, right? Whatever they want, seventy dollars for the game. Microsoft is gonna be like, yeah, seventy dollars for PlayStation, but uh, Game Pass users, oh, it's free. <laughs> By the way, you get you get maps, all the DLC, you get that. Yeah, first. Wow. Here. Wow, yeah. Get that I didn't think about that part. <laughs> and you go to legacy titles. They're also here. Yeah. So you get everything for the low, low price of, let's say, $25, $30. And you know what's funny? Um, let's say that, because supposedly PlayStation's working on, like, emulating the PS3. Mm-hmm. Imagine if they work on that. And now because Microsoft owns Activision, like, oh, you're not emulating Call of Duty. 
<laughs> like you, yeah, they take no, them all you, off. you you can get these newer ones. That's fine, you know. Uh, but we ain't we you we don't you don't have our permission to emulate Black Ops Two, like that. That's Xbox. If you, if your place if you if your people want to play Black Ops Two on a platform, mm. we got Xbox. a place for them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we got a scripture for it. Oh man. Like you said, though, like, like you're gonna see a lot of that. Um those plays, those strategic, you know, underlining type of cuts. They're gonna do it like whenever they get this stuff done, Microsoft's gonna have some kind of counter to that going, Okay, well, you got that, okay. Don't expect these games to be on your list, you know, they're gonna be over here. But Sony's also gonna probably do something regarding to the like we saw about earlier with the superhero licenses with um Marvel games. So mm-hmm. you're gonna see a lot of them try to outwit one another in some capacity because again they're all competing for one thing market share that's it yeah they want that yeah. market share they want that market share and when what was interesting about it too uh when they talked about how game pass because you know everybody likes to remind me and remind everybody because they don't know anything about numbers but uh they'll say game pass is a flop it's not doing anything people are not in it but then they said that 70 percent of the market over here in brazil is mm-hmm. on game pass so it's like yeah well, hmm. and then also, because I forgot about this, Sony mentioned again, mentioned their competitor, which is PlayStation Plus Premium. They said it would take them a long time before they can this catch said, up to something. They said several Passport. years. Several they said years. several years. So let that sink in. <laughs> yeah. Again, it's a lot of stuff. You know yeah, saying? you're right, man. Yeah, you're right, bro. They 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 mentioned that. So that um. I agree with everything you said. Let's just be honest here. No console war stuff. No Dirk Grigley being an Xbox fanboy stuff. None of that stuff. Just look at what's going on. And Sony is admitting that it will hurt them um, if Xbox owns Call of Duty, even though the game is remaining multiplayer. It will hurt them. Um, I know there were some PlayStation guys mad when they said that when Sony said, yo, we... Um, I forgot the word they used, but they said we can't make something that can rival Call of Duty. Rival. We, we, we can't, yeah, we, we can't make a successor or yeah. something that can or, or replicate. We, we can't replicate. replicate. Yeah, that's yeah. What it was, and people are like, yo, you guys are Sony. You guys make the best games in the world. Yes, they do. They make great single player games. Yeah, everybody uh, has their own specialties. Yeah. Sony's good yeah. at, at the triple A budget single player games. Absolutely. Microsoft's, Microsoft's good at multiplayer, right? Yeah. Yeah. This particular developer is good at making one game, mind you, one game that drops yearly at this point or probably every two years now, or right? Right. Every two years. But they're they're good at making this one game that drops every two years with a different number attached to it. And this game is guaranteed to sell billions yeah. or make billions. Bro, that's where they're at. PlayStation best-selling game pretty much every year is COD. Yeah. Now, I'm not just talking about because it's a multiplayer. No, just PlayStation, their best-selling game every year is COD. That's is how important it is. Or, or GTA, whenever yeah. time those drop, yeah. it's, it's, it's those two games. Those games yeah. are always in the top ten. They all of them, even if they could. Call of Duty is overly entrenched so that no rival, no matter how relevant, can catch up. Yeah. So they're pretty much saying because they broke down how many people develop the game every year. Like I said earlier, 1,200 people work on each version and another 1,500 are involved in publishing and distribution. Call of Duty is a huge game, massive yeah. game. And so Sony's kind of like, you know, hey, man, <laughs> you know, we're not ready for this yet. Now, like we know they have Bungie, they own Bungie now. But like they said, it's going to take 
it would take time for them to build something comparable to Call of Duty. Which is why I believe you're just going to see legacy games that we've mm-hmm. mentioned before. This is why Insomniac tweeted about them and they stopped, <laughs> ironically, because well, I kept covering it, but they stopped talking about it or tweeting about it, but we know what's happening, right? Yeah. We saw SOCOM be mentioned. So Resistance, SOCOM are definitely going to come back at some capacity. Killzone is definitely going to have to come back too mm-hmm. at this point because the reason why i say it has to is because they need shooters yeah. in this category you see what i'm saying they need them it's that simple you know and they know they need them that's why they yeah, got a bungee right. and they're doing some some live service games exactly so yeah, you're right, you're right. they didn't buy they didn't buy bungee for no damn destiny they bought it for expertise <laughs> Facts. Facts. for multiplayer that's why neil Druckmann is so advocated on saying factions too is going to be the biggest thing they've ever done in terms of how Mm-hmm. expansive they've done it because again right. you have the expertise of Bungie helping you with these servers and you got the team going all out with multiplayer so that has potential if it's done right to be good for them but will mm-hmm. it be the game that let's say that's their Gears of War or multiplayer game is that going to be it you know what I mean is that going to be the breakout game we don't know yet right we really don't know but I, w- I would really be a betting man to say SOCOM would be the one that really pushes that entire thing for a uh, forward but We'll see. Yeah. Say, so, I see. Uh, let's get this five dollars super chat real quick. I uh, got a five dollars super chat from Gamer by Choice. Appreciate the generosity, man. Uh, yeah. If I were the devs at PlayStation first party, I would be saying, "What the f? You mean we cannot compete with COD? That was a slap in the face." I don't. Okay. Let, let, yeah. Let, I don't let, think they really meant they couldn't yeah, compete. Yeah. I. I was. The way I read that is they were saying, "We can't replicate COD." Yeah. From like, like a, from a sales standpoint, they can't. They can it. make COD lookalikes, COD clones, but they yeah. can't recreate the COD name. That's what yeah. I saw. That's exactly what they said. Cause hold on, like added before you go, they also said um, even like a game if they could, like they did make something similar to it, players will be unlikely to switch. <laughs> yeah, they said they will be unlikely to switch to an alternate game as they will lose that. F- Familiarity, or I, I cannot say that word. Familiarity, you know, yeah. Those skills and even the friends they made playing the game, even in weaker years like 2021, cars still managed to outperform most games by a considerable margin. So they're saying even if they made something like a new IP that was comparable to COD, most people wouldn't switch because COD is what they know. That's how I took that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. God's that simple formula. It's that simple formula. People just, you know, there's nothing else they do. They always find some way to add new mechanics, right? But they always keep the core gameplay. Yeah. The same. (laughs) It's the same gameplay. And they love it, bro. They love it. There you go. It's like I said, I don't think people realize how big COD is. Like, they they don't. Like, Like, a lot of people moved on from it. That's the problem. But the thing is, y'all moved from, moved on from it. And like a whole new generation has amplified <laughs> it even more. And that's the thing about Call of Duty. Facts, bro. Like I could say it's dead all day. Like I'm like, well, Call of Duty it will never be the same since what? Black Ops 2? But <laughs> still selling like crazy. Every no. Year. Like dude's like Warzone saved the French. I'm like, I don't care about Warzone. But like, you know, it's good. I'm like, okay, enjoy Warzone. I'm not playing it. <laughs> it's like I said, I... Well, what's your thoughts, Attic? I think it's hilarious. Attic Attic's a mannequin. He don't, he don't want to talk. I think it's hilarious. Oh, now it's hilarious. Oh, yeah, now it's hilarious. hilarious. Now, now it's hilarious. Now, now it's, it's always hilarious. been hilarious. Uh, I never uh, said it wasn't. Hilarious. Look, now man, the fact that Sony comes out there front stage and center and says, we can never in a million years <laughs> make a Call of Duty replica. We could try to gimmick that shit, 
but we ain't never gonna do that shit. Like I love it. Like it's it's funny. Like it's like it's like literally coming up there and admitting defeat before you even try to admit defeat. Like you didn't even step on the battlefield. You sitting there. It's it's like it's like at least Leonidas when when he went at the Persians. I think that's who he was fighting. We're gonna go with the Persians. But when he had the three hundred, he's like, we gonna sit here. You gonna kill us, but we going down for fight. PlayStation like, now nah, we good. We ain't going on that battlefield. Like we oh, know we man. ain't fighting that person. We know we ain't beating them. And I love it. I love when PlayStation admits defeat. Cause, cause look, PlayStation just ain't meant defeat. They're they're telling their their PlayStation fanboys to lower their weapons. This isn't a fight we can win. <laughs> oh man, uh, man, man. The days the days relying on that game are over as a crutch. Or a clutch, or as a, a crunch. Yeah, for for, for PlayStation, Microsoft still Microsoft. What's funny is place that Microsoft is making PlayStation get off that 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 bicycle, and they're like, "Oh, that's too small for us, man. We're going to make another bicycle." Like, like play Microsoft just getting on the bike, but they're going to buy another bike because PlayStation can't. They done use that bike to death. Like, <laughs> it's just like look like. It's like I said, I, I don't put too much into this. Uh, you know, when it comes to this, I do feel like they were talking mainly about the name of Call of Duty, not, you know, the first-person uh, games that they make. I do feel like that, you know, it is weird that they went to someone like Sony. Like, I can understand going to people that benefit from Microsoft, and I can understand. I, I don't get going to them or going to the people that don't benefit. Like, it's just like, I can EA understand them talking to them ubisoft understand them talking to them even nintendo to a point i still think that's a little bit interesting but nintendo isn't really in that console market anymore you know what i'm saying i really know uh, like but to go to sony be like yo we know you marketing this game and we want your input on whether or not you think it's fair for us to let for us to but let them buy them so they can so they can disarm you <laughs> like like I'm at, like, I don't get that. That's the biggest thing. Like, how are you going to do that? <laughs> like, I, I feel like you could talk to everybody but PlayStation because I don't think you could take their opinion on it in any way, shape, or form because, A, they're in the same console selling thing that usually Microsoft's in, and, B, they have the marketing for the game, of their biggest game they're trying to buy. Like, so to me, anything they yep. say is, is it's like... It, it, the water's tamped, uh, tampered with. Like, it, that's the part that just, that kills me. Did you guys see uh, play, uh, Xbox's, um, Xbox's response to that? Uh-uh. Yeah, apparently. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I dude, saw it. That was I hilarious. Saw it. What this, yeah. what this, what this that was hilarious. Um, they pretty much said, uh, I can't, I don't have it up verbatim, but they pretty much said, well, PlayStation took away Spider-Man, <laughs> some other games. Um, pretty much, this is a business. This is competition. Yeah. Um, hold on, let me try to find the actual quote. <clears throat> hey, hey, man, what is this Eric the Beard guy in here crying about? He's saying um, Sony didn't say what? What did Sony say about Kyle that's false at it? What are you talking no, about? Well, look, I'm not... Well, I guess he was saying that. Do you read it? I was reading it. from the Push Square article verbatim. Well, it's not that. I think he's saying that they didn't lie. So why would I not take their opinion valid? Like, oh, okay. Well, but if you look at it, they said that I'm not saying that they're lying about what they said. I'm saying that 
Sony is biased enough and PlayStation's biased enough where why did they even go to them in the first place with that conversation? That's what I'm saying. Like Sony clearly didn't, you know, like speak ill matter. We don't know what was really said. We just know what they quoted. But it, mm -hmm. it's just like to me, you don't go, let's say Bungie. Do you go to, to Xbox and ask them, yo, you think it's right if we let them buy Bungie? I don't think that right. makes sense. Oh, okay. So like, you're I think about you go that. to more like third party people, maybe publishers, you know, developers too. You can speak to developers, but to go to the number one competition of that brand and ask them, and not only are they the number one competition of that brand in that industry, they also have the marketing to the biggest game that the company's trying to buy. So that to me, it just felt like there was too much bias to go to Sony in any way, shape, or form for this particular deal. Um, what Xbox said, they said Sony and Nintendo have strong and differentiated offerings, including their own exclusive titles. For example, IDC has identified that key Sony exclusive titles in 2018 include God of War and Marvel Spider-Man, mm -hmm. in addition to other prominent titles such as Last of Us and Uncharted. These titles perf I mean, partly reflect Sony's vertical integration. For example, Sony's film studio owns the rights to Spider-Man, but also its broader strategy of obtaining rights that make third-party games exclusive to, con to its console. So they're saying the Sony in the past, they have their own exclusives, and also they've uh, taken third-party games and made them exclusives, a la Final Fantasy. Yeah, I mean, so, we, we yeah. most likely, you know, especially with the rumors that they looks like they might be buying Sony, uh, Square Enix soon. You know, if that does come true, we never going to get a, uh, a PlayStation game. I mean, a, a Final Fantasy game, and I think that you don't deserve it. You don't buy it. I, mean, I buy I'm it. Being, I don't know I'm about you. Paid. Maybe you don't buy it. You know, I'm we can have paid. that conversation. Don't buy it. Don't buy it. Like just because no. you don't buy games, don't mean nobody don't buy games. Don't buy it. Don't you, buy you know it. that. You know don't that mindset, uh, dirt, where they say the cheaters always going to accuse the other one of cheating. Uh, you know, maybe the person <laughs> that don't buy the games is going to be the one that doesn't buy games that act like I don't buy games. You know, I buy games. Dirt buys mm. games. King plays Game Pass games, but he still pays for that $10 subscription. So he even buys. What are you doing, Bit? What are you doing, BitCloud? I play everything. You play everything. I <laughs> noticed you said play everything. You didn't say I buy everything. So I guess you just pirated Oh, everything. I do. Uh, <laughs> I just pirated everything. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's jokes. You like, wish. You know what it comes down to it. I, I just, I want, I think that, it, it makes sense that why they went to some of these people like Sony. I, I can understand. Uh, some people did say some stuff in the chat that like kind of maybe a little bit open up with the PlayStation being asked, maybe ask them how their business would change. If that were to happen, I still don't feel like because of the biases, even asking questions like that, like you could easily say, well, my company, like it depends on what kind of company it is. If it's a proud company, like a, J a Japanese company or something like that, you know, they might they might try to act like nah, nothing wrong. You know, they they just shot a hole in our ship, and you know, it's sinking a little bit, but we fine. Like I, I feel like maybe that's okay, but uh, to me, the biggest thing I'm looking at is just like, you know, what did EA say? What did Ubisoft say? Because keep in mind, EA, Ubisoft. And, you know, Activision, they were competitors more than this, the, the big three. They yeah. were competing 
with third party exclusive, I mean, third party platforms. And keep in mind, they're also competing with the platforms. Okay, who's going to get this one? Who Who's giving you for this one? So stuff like that's going on too. I'm curious what EA's got to say. EA probably jumping up and down. We don't got to worry about them anymore. Like, well, they said yeah. every, every other publisher they went to was okay with it except for Sony. That's because Sony has the most to lose. Yeah, <laughs> they had the most much. to lose. Absolutely. That's exactly. So I'm interested to see what they do because they formed that capital alliance with uh, from software. They they bought shares in the company. It's like one percent, two percent in the company. So I don't know what they're gonna do. But we'll uh, see, man. It's a wrap at this point. You need to go back and get those classics and remake them. And, bring oh, them and let me ask you a question, Big Cloud, because you're a PlayStation guy. Why did you think just your opinion? Why do you think Sony? Um, Stop focusing on some multiplayer titles last generation because I mean we know they do single player games incredible, but why do you think they just like they just focus they stop focusing on multiplayer titles? Because in the PS3 generation, they seem to have a lot more multiplayer titles. I mean, well, they had some last gen, you know, like The Last of Us Remastered or Uncharted 4 mm-hmm. Kills on. So, like, what's your answer on that? What do you think? Just your opinion. Problem with the PS3 gen when they were doing it. Um <laughs> If y'all remember, PlayStation 3 games hardly sold first party OS. They hardly. You probably have some that sold like four, five million. You weren't hitting the tens and fifteens and twenty right million that you're hitting now. You know, you're not you weren't hitting that uh, back then. So, you know, when you look at it, and that's why I loved about the PS3 gen, because they were really taking a risk. That's that this was this was Sony taking a risk to get you to come to that platform. You know, what I mean, they were really being creative throwing everything out of at you um it just they i guess they just found out man they just couldn't they couldn't sell and when you go to the ps4 gen it was a lot better a lot a lot of that leverage they had now because you know the drm situation and yeah microsoft doing the castle shows the ps4 the castle shows ps4 yeah well not just that though microsoft gave them the best publicity Absolutely. Time. absolutely. Yeah. That, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, when dude's telling you don't, you don't like a deal with it. I mean, yeah, yeah. they go go to the other platform. So, so when you had all that, and you know, you had a few games coming back with multiplayer. The thing was this though: what does Sony really do? You notice if you want, if you want to be like realistic, look at like at the meetings. Let's look at the Call of Duty, um, the meeting where the, where the dude from Call of Duty came out on stage and said, "Yeah, by the way, guys, all the DLC is exclusive to PlayStation." But it comes out exclusively first. Once mm-hmm. that deal was made, they stopped caring about multiplayer because again, that's what they knew. They had the biggest, you know, third party game multiplayer wise on their side. Plus, they mm-hmm. had the the rights. They to had the, the mind share. Yeah, yeah the mind plus share. they had the mind share also. Yeah. Yeah, because beforehand, Microsoft. If you think about it, Microsoft relied heavily on that with the 360, heavily, and they just had custom consoles. They had gear, Halo Gears and Forza, right? They had Halo Gears and Forza, but it was mostly the Call of Duty thing that made you go, yo. And hey, let me say this. They had two straight it. E3s. They started off with Call of Duty as their first game, bro. Like, yep. they was treating That's Call of Duty like That's it was over. the first. Yep. <laughs> and you know what's funny? If uh, you look at it, like, my Sony has low-key just said, we done with Call of Duty. Like, we, we still have it. It's like that, that weird part of the relationship where the relationship's over, but both people acting like it's not. And like they both mm-hmm. low key looking for new people, but yeah, like when you're looking yeah. at the actual relationship, it seems fine, but behind closed doors, they hate each other. So it's sitting there like, like, <laughs> yeah, like they're not they're not doing the red carpet thing. Like, for it, them it, it's like it's like equivalent to like Sony watching 
watching their wife, which is Call of Duty, go over there and mingle with, with, with Microsoft. <laughs> and, and come back acting like that shit didn't just happen. You know what I'm saying? And they're just sitting there looking for it, and they're just waiting for them to break up, formally break up. Like, Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why, you know, again, it's, it's going to be interesting to see what Bungie brings to the table uh, with yeah. the next de- uh, Destiny, how they... How they advertise Destiny and how they right. go about it too. Oh, I already like, tell you exactly how they're gonna advertise Destiny. They already did it <laughs> once before. Uh what's funny is at the beginning of last generation, Microsoft couldn't even acknowledge the fact that but the Destiny was coming on the the uh, Yeah, yeah, they couldn't yeah, they, <laughs> they had to do like weird stuff, like like weird like like that cologne bottle. That cologne they had to do that stuff. cologne, yeah. Said oh, Destiny yeah. awaits or something like that. <laughs> yeah, the, it, I it was can, rough. I see that happening. And, like, uh, you know, yeah. when it comes to Everything in that. I don't think that, you know, you know what we should be worried about more than this? How are we in August and we still have a date for Sony's yearly, like, E3 type of show? Like, we in mm. August. Well, I did a video I think it'll come on soon. that. I, I think it's going to happen, but at the same time, I don't think it will happen. Oh, you don't that, think it um, might not happen? After that issue. I don't know if y'all saw it, um, but basically there was like a issue involving a laptop that got stolen a pro- a pro- really? it was on it, it was yeah. on the snitch uh, has it the snitch has yeah. it <laughs> somebody somebody, somebody yeah. has it. it's like it's like over 100 gigs of data for their upcoming stuff was on oh, that wow. laptop so basically everything for the last of us remake that got shown to right. um by a shrapnel i think it was shrapnel nick yeah. he got sent that that was from that laptop mm. Those from Uh-oh. the files in that laptop, and guess what? Another game that was mentioned on that was God of War. Right. Well, I don't know what's. I don't know what they're gonna do for this. And a lot of people were trying to dismiss, say it's not happening. But I'm like, a lot of people are coming out saying that this is uh, more likely the case of why they're quiet and why they're being very, very cryptic now than they've ever done. Because uh, I don't know how that happens. We use mm. a lot, but oh, that sucks, bro. That sucks. I. Do you guys think that that's concerning? They don't have a show. Um, no, the content they dropped alone is is enough. Personally. I don't know what? about that, man. Do, I, what I, you do know, we I really would say, know yeah. about the roadmap of Sony right now? We know Wolverine. That's gonna be twenty twenty four, probably. Spider Man is twenty twenty three. That's next year. And that's all. Spider Man's next year. Wolverine is twenty twenty four. You got. You really think Wolverine's uh, coming out in 2024? At this rate, with Insomniac, I can see it. No. Probably with Insomniac. See, here's probably, the thing, yeah. though. But, like, but what about, like, what else? I like, see Wolverine 2025. That's where I see Wolverine. Because well, they know. have to make a new battle system for Wolverine. They can't have him be, like, sliding or on buildings and stuff like like it was. Like, he's got to have a new <laughs> battle system. Yeah. Unless they're going with, like, the Logan-style third-person where it's like dark, gritty, and guts everywhere, which would be kind of interesting. So, what? What besides that? You know, they they cl- supposedly the way that they were. Go- and someone said I stay I strayed away from uh, Wolverine. No, I I talked about Wolverine. Thank you. Um, the way that they're going through this stuff, um, it looks like Egypt because we thought they that Kratos was going to go to Egypt after this game, but the mm-hmm. way that that chick on Twitter worded it, it kind of made it seem like he's going to Egypt in this game. Mm. Uh, so it's going to be interesting how they do that. But, like, normally, here's the reason I'm a little skeptical on, on what's going on with, uh, with so- uh, Sony and PlayStation. 
normally they have no problem coming out and say, yeah, this is in 2027. This is in 2026. Like, obviously not the dates, but they have no problem coming out there and just dropping mic after mic and say, these games are coming out. We don't know when. We don't know what we're you gonna couldn't get too much info out of them, but they're coming out. That's our roadmap. Leave us alone. We'll see you next year with gameplay to one of them. And then walk off the stage. They don't they haven't really done that. Like we've seen Spider Man and Wolverine. I see Wolverine would be a little bit more in that vein because I think that game's probably a twenty twenty maybe late twenty twenty four, early twenty twenty five. But as far as that, this is the first time since I've been covering gaming, which is like two thousand fourteen ish that we don't know a lot about Sony's games at all. Like, at all. Like, yeah, we don't know what the majority... projects. We don't know the majority of those 10-player uh, games, which they're all... I think some of them are probably out, like Grand Trismo, those games as yeah. the service games. We don't know yeah. the majority of those. We don't know what the majority of their actual studios are making. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Like, and they're the kind of company that you would think it's a, a grand sign. They're going to go make grand, uh, Ghost of Tsushima 2. But they're also the company that say... Gotcha! And make a new IP. Mm-hmm. So I'm... It's interesting that people keep saying they don't have enough to show, but I'm sitting here screaming, what have they shown to not have enough to show? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, let's be um, honest. Well, like the last two years, they their show dropped in, in September. So it's early August. I'm assuming they're going to announce it sometime this month. Now, if that doesn't happen, okay, now we can start. Okay, let's let's see what's going on. Um, I'm just like, we're just in that, it's, it's, it's August 3rd. Let's just wait to see. I'm assuming they're going to let people know this sometime this month about the show. Yep. Like I said, if they don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's be real. Okay, okay, Dirk, I got, I want to, I want to ask you a question. Yeah. They, we, we, we finish September, uh, August. And we in September, like mid September. Yeah. Are you gonna clown them for not making a show? Be honest. With yeah. me. Now I, I'm gonna be absolutely honest with you. If if we make it to August 31st and they haven't announced the show, I'm gonna have some fun. Or uh, big cloud. Would <laughs> but you... but I'm expecting them to though. I'm expecting them to. Big cloud. Would you be disappointed if they didn't have a show this year? No. Because no. I have tons of games for. Oh, huh. that, you sound like an nah, Xbox but, player nah, right nah, now. Nah, nah. Um, <laughs> I will feel a certain way because, like, the last show we had focused strictly on VR. Here's the funny thing about the VR show: we didn't get the pricing for VR at all, nor do we even know when it's dropping. I'm thinking it's gonna be 500, bro. What you think? Uh, I've been saying that too. Around yeah. five, like I just for the way they've been pushing yeah. it, cinematic modes, the way that the quality is. The quality is really, really yeah. good in this. Yeah, show. Well, let me get these yeah. super chats. Real I could definitely see five. Yeah, you got, got a few, bro. Two dollars super chat from Spartan Ghost seventeen. Sony crying with Jason Trump. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Down bad. He's saying Sony is down bad because of what's going on. Uh, another two dollars super chat from Spartan Ghost seventeen. Sony literally. Th- through their teams under the bus. So I guess he's pretty much saying, yo, you saying all your teams are not as, uh, you know, none of them can make something as quality as Call of Duty, which I get it. I think you can literally decur- uh, interpret that as, as w- in many ways as you want. Me particular, I don't think they were really talking about the, the like the Call of Duty as a whole. They were talking about the brand. I think that's yep. what they're yeah. talking about. It's an established brand and it's going to be hard. to. It's a hard game. Like, let's be real here. Yeah. Besides Call of Duty, the only other games that I could see eventually hitting that thrive 
is like a Valorant. Is is Rockstar? Yeah, like GTA Online. Yeah. Well, GTA I think is even above Call of Duty at this point. Like, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Because look, sure, GTA (laughs) don't drop games, but they are very respected thing. I'm saying like first person shooter. I think Valorant could give Call of Duty a run for its money. Sure, it's not. It probably don't make as much money by far, but I do think it's got that respect that Call of Duty has. Uh, on the got, PC side. Yeah, on the PC side. You know, <laughs> you know what's, you know, I was really annoyed a little bit. Shout out to, we have 300 people in the chat, man. Hit that like button. Let's get that up to 150. Hit that like man. button. Let's get that to 150. Uh, I was annoyed that when they did all that stuff at that event with Microsoft that they didn't announce mm-hmm. Valorant coming to the console. That's what I thought was going to yeah. happen. You know, you would never catch me in Valorant. Let me point that out right now. I will never be in Valorant because it is one of the most sweaty games in existence. I don't go there to pull my hair. As you can see, my hairline is pretty far back there. I don't need to pull any hair out. It's it's coming out by itself. So that I'm definitely not going. Value, attic values his beard, people. Yeah, yeah, I out. do value my beard, man. I do. I need I need to trim it up, man. It's getting a little out of hand, but you know that that's oh. besides the fact. We got final super chat from. Uh, Dorian? 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 Dorian Gray or something? Dorian Gray. I can't wait for the first COD game on PlayStation 5 after. (laughs) I already know this is going to be messy. I ain't finished reading Uh, it. Fire it up and there's just a big game pass. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, imagine if you you loaded up Call of Duty and then then first off, it's going to have it's going to have whoever's making it and then probably the second screen is going to be Activision and and Xbox at the bottom. Xbox Game Studios, yeah. Because even even like when I play the show, seeing that PlayStation Studios pop up on the Xbox, yeah, hey man, it is what it is at this point. Oh my yeah, god, man. man! You know, besides the fact, you know, I, I definitely you know, I appreciate you guys' uh, super chats. Uh, you know, definitely funds the show. Uh, Damn, Joker comes out in twenty twenty four. Yeah, Joker. I saw that. Joker too. Oh, the movie, the movie. Walking, yeah. Walking Phoenix. Yeah, that's cool. You know, it's like I said. I, I think the future looks bright. You know, we're gonna go ahead and close the show off. First thing I want to ask you guys is, what games are you looking forward to in the next six months? Because I'm looking at the beginning of next year and the end of this year, and it's pretty stacked. Like it really mm-hmm. is. Like, what games are you guys particularly looking for? Keep in mind, we still don't have a, a date one. for Harry Potter. That's kind of crazy. Like, it's, yeah. That's also on my that's on my radar as well. But um, the game I'd say that I'm like the most hyped for to end this year, in general, it would be Callisto Protocol, for yeah. sure. That looks then, good. Yeah, and then the beginning, definitely Dead Space remake. I love what they're doing uh, with mm-hmm. that. And then we also have uh, obviously Harry Potter, but um, Resident Evil Four, man, Resident Evil Four remake. Damn. That's another, you know, yeah. I never finished that game in the past, man. I never finished you never it. you never beat Resident Evil. <laughs> man, oh. kick him off the panel. Listen, man. hold on. Let me tell you something. Let me you tell you something. The first Resident Evil. Let me tell you something. The first. I'm a different type of gamer nowadays, right? I, I didn't finish a lot of games in my 20s. I'm a different type of gamer. The first Resident Evil game I completely finished was Seven. Then I finished, you know, Village. Then I finished, you know, the remake two and three. So I, I just didn't finish games back then, but I do now, and I'm looking forward to the remake part four remake so i never finished it back there i think you'll like it like here's the thing about i know i will yeah resident evil 4 people say oh it's it's more action than horror 
Like people are really sitting here acting like a like a zombie apocalypse is gonna be nothing but horror the whole time during that. Like <laughs> yeah. zombie apocalypse is gonna be a lot of horror towards <clears throat> the opening scenarios of a zombie apocalypse. When you're in cities, when you're walking through stuff, when you're not trying to get killed. It's not gonna stay that way. First off, diseases mutate. Look at where we're mm -hmm. in now. They mutate all the time. Uh, uh, you're going to see stuff like this actually happen if something like this were to happen. Sure, not every way that happens in Resident Evil. And I can understand why some people didn't really gravitate towards it because it wasn't more of the horror aspects. But Resident Evil 4 is by far the best Resident Evil. And that's just my opinion. Like, mm -hmm. and I, But here's the thing. I can say Resident Evil 2 and 3 are solid good games. Great games even. But to me, four just had so Resident much. Four had, had a it, lot like, of it had a lot of depth to it. You know what I mean? Even the uh, fight with Krauser, like the the blade fight with Krauser and all that mm -hmm. stuff. It's like, dude, this this is they were just having fun with the lights at that point. It was a lot of dope moments in four. That's what I'm hyped for. Though. I'm hyped to see what they do because I'm wondering is Ashley going to be the same like she was mm -hmm. in the original? It doesn't look like she's going to be the same. Like they're going a completely different route. Pretty much, Ashley, Ashley Dart was like just someone that you had to protect, like the, well, the typical I, oh, damsel I, in distress. I've played yeah. it. I actually made it when I like when it finally came out on the PS2 after the GameCube exclusivity. I bought it. I played it up until the point where you actually get Ashley, and I, I don't know why. I just kind of stopped playing. I'm not sure why. But oh, so you probably yeah. at the church where you had to get yeah, in. Yeah, that's exactly where I'm at. That's exactly where I'm at. Yeah, I just stopped playing or something. I don't know what happened. It's good. I think yeah, you'll like I'm it, man. To it. I think you should. I think I will too, too because I, listen. Let me tell you something. I it, I enjoyed Seven Village, the two remakes. I enjoyed all of them. Um, so I'm and I finished all of them. So I'm definitely looking forward to Cholesterol uh, Protocol. Yeah. That's going to be a good one. <laughs> Absolutely. Wait, wait till you see Salazar. That's why I'm getting ready to see how, how they did. Uh, yeah, his design, like the little yeah. kid who's basically like 90 years old, but he's yeah, yeah. Kid. I remember. Yeah. I remember. It's, it's gonna be good, man. I, I have a lot of hope for Resident Evil 4. I do. Yeah, I actually forgot it was coming. Dead Thanks Space remake in like like what February yep. Yep. or what? Like March, yeah, something bro. like that. Yeah, yeah, Dead Space is February. The, dude, yeah. we have a good six months of gaming, like a really good six months of gaming. And then yeah, we got man. God of War in November, as long as they don't get pushed yeah. back. Yep. Actually, no, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Dead Space Remake is January, I think. It's January, yeah, I believe. January, yeah. yeah, January. Cholesterol yeah, Protocol in December. Cholesterol is December, yeah. That's right. It, it, I think this might be, like, one of the best, like, couple Six months, months that we've had yep. in yeah. gaming in a oh, while. Because I ain't going to yeah. lie to you guys. This year been kind of rough for me, man. I, been, it's definitely been dry. I've been, having to, yeah. I've been having to, like, dive into the ocean, put, pick up every rock. Like, look for any gym whatsoever I could play that's mildly entertaining. <laughs> like, you know, you got myself so bad I'm playing 16-bit games, and, I like, I'm not oh, towards wow. that area. But well, I can I say that a lot of the 16-bit games that are made modern days are killing it. They're so yeah. good. Mm. Well, well, you know, with me, you know, by me being a bot, you know, first party has obviously <laughs> been dry this year. Um, well, we I definitely, ass. Xbox people definitely got to figure out some unique ways. Yeah, I've been playing. Hey, I've been playing. Um, you know, I I did finish As Dust Fall. I enjoyed it. You know, it's Great a movie game. pretty Great much, game. but I, I I enjoyed it. I finished that. I've been trying to uh, play. Uh, like finish Large Judgment, how I mentioned earlier. I went back to play The Last of Us Two because I, when I finished it in 2020, I was just kind of rushed through it just to review it. I so I rushed through it, but this time I'm taking my time with it. And um, yeah, man. But I, I'm like you guys. I'm excited for. I'm excited for Modern Warfare 2 because they're claiming this is going to be one of the best Call of Duties ever. I'm a campaign, I'm a Kai campaign guy. I don't really play the multiplayer too much. Some PlayStation guy, you know, he pulled my file. Like, Derek, you don't even play the multiplayer. Look at I said, shut up, punk. 
Sure. I play no. <laughs> I play the campaigns, right? I'm not much of a car multiplayer, but I'm looking forward to that. Looking forward to God of War Ragnarok, Callisto Protocol. That's that might be my most exciting um, game this year, besides God of War. And next year, hey man, Resident Evil Four remake. I'm agreeing with everything you guys said. They showed me with the gameplay alone. Yeah, man. The, like. I'm like, damn! I haven't seen game this like gritty in a long time. Like, it looks good, just, man. Them kills, yeah. oh goodness, yeah. Like when and he got in the reactor, he was stuck. You see, like the concern. Bro, like, that was crazy. That was good. I, that I'm was like, crazy. Okay, they really captured his face. Like, oh, this dude's like, it no, I'm about, to, I'm about to go into this reactor. <laughs> it looks dope. And as you guys see, my background, I love arcane oh. games. I don't know if it's gonna come out the first quarter of uh, 2023. I think it will. I love. I, think it will. I love arcane games, I think and I can't wait for Redfall. Bro. I think you'll probably it'll, see it'll a Redfall. Good. I just need more polish. I think you yeah, might see a Redfall and Starfield uh, release date at the Video Game Awards. Oh, that'd be fire! Yeah. And I, yeah, actually, um, I'm expecting Deathloop to drop this year for Xbox. Oh, like I said, good. I love actually, arcane be games. Soon. Like yeah, next month, yeah. if it happens. Yeah, because they said they can't mention nothing because PlayStation had the year exclusivity. Yeah. Uh, had, I believe it was Tim. I believe Tim Dog said on Twitter. He said he heard that it's definitely coming this year, but they can't mention anything because your know, PlayStation had the year exclusive deal. I'm definitely looking forward to all of that, how man. Much, so let's go. How much smoke Xbox is gonna have the moment that exclusivity ends? Oh, that loops <laughs> over on here. And what? Watch, watch. <laughs> they have been having Arcane work on like a huge expansion for Deathloop, and knowing damn well that the game probably isn't gonna do that well, like sales wise, just so they right. can say the best place to play Deathloop is on our platform <laughs> exactly all right we're gonna go ahead and end this man i appreciate everyone coming through we had up to <laughs> almost 315 20 people in here we had a great show you know first thing i want to say is i appreciate for uh you know all uh for the panel members to come here they come in here every week to uh entertain you guys dirt griggity where can people find you out what do you got going on uh nothing much man you know we had a good podcast a couple nights ago we had a lot of fun uh just check out my channel man i'm a Pro Xbox channel. We do talk a lot of trash, uh, you know, but I don't hate PlayStation, of course. I do. I don't really care for the ponies too much, but, you know, it's all good, man. Just check out my channel when you guys get the chance. Press Alpha Doubt. What, 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 what's Big Cloud doing? <laughs> Big Cloud is playing games, chilling, but you can find him on this channel, Big Cloud Gaming. You can also find me on Twitch, Twitter, same thing, Big Cloud Gaming. Obviously, uh, LordsGaming.net. Find me there. And IGN as one of the curators for uh, playlists. And it's like I said, I want to appreciate everyone coming through. What, what I am going to do is I have been uh, messing a little bit with uh, how the redirect features work. I want to highlight other content creators that I do feel like don't get the shine that they should. Uh, so after the podcast, uh, it should be directing you to, the, uh, to fame over there at Level 1 Gaming. I don't know if it's going to work. I think it's going to work. But I think it's like a 30, like a 50-50 thing. So if you go over there, man, uh, definitely, I, I I don't know. We're about to find out. So uh, <laughs> definitely put in the chat, man. Tell them IOP Addict Show sent you, man. I hope, uh, you know what? No, tell them Addict Show sent you, not IOP. Addict Show sent uh... you. Uh, so I appreciate everyone coming through. And until next week, we out of here.